Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Manylands campaign after having a week off for the first time in our in our new arrangement, as it were, uh, here on Slice and Dice. Um, fortunately, the players didn't forget that we had a stream today. Nope, they, nobody forgot. Everything's fine. Uh, and in fact, here they are, uh, apart from Bart, who's... Oh, there he is! There he is! Whoa! Ooh, I don't know <laughs> so what you're talking timing. about. Great timing, yeah. Um, so it, I was genuinely on my way back to my chair already, but uh, yeah, yes, you, you, that's that's good timing, excellent. Um, also, um, you may have noticed that we have a blank space at the top. That's uh, for Marta, who is joining us. She hasn't forgotten either. She's just uh, a bit uh, waylaid by meetings and such like, because you know, busy, important person with busy, important things to do. Um, and well, the only other person is Dan, who is, who is you know um, unavailable this week, but like again. Hopefully he'll be back soon enough. We'll uh, we've got to keep our fingers crossed and hope the schedules all all work themselves out. Really, um, but other than that, everyone else is here. Hello, guys. Welcome. How are you all Hello. feeling this Hello. evening? Are you ready for uh, what uh, what it has in store for you today? Um, I'm, I'm feeling I'm ready to die. I'm, I'm feeling very well. My brain feels just so full and <laughs> uh, replete with thoughts. Uh, my brain is operating at peak efficiency, and I'm sure there's not going to be. Any negative effects. Brina is blissfully that. unaware that she's the smartest of them all and probably the most delicious brain out of all of them. <laughs> but she does yeah. not know that. <laughs> Le- yeah, Leo is fine. Marshall definitely didn't stay up till 3.30 this morning playing Hades for the first time ever. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> fair enough. Um, well, uh, hopefully oh, this won't be game. too taxing on the old noggin, because or we can relieve that for you if it does become an, an issue, or at least for Leobrin, maybe not for, for Marshall, but <laughs> hey, say la vie. Um, uh, okay, so before we get underway tonight, does anyone have any shameless plugs, any points of order tonight? Bart's Check out what someone oh. bought on the Teespring store. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's oh. arrived. So, Balance, uh, yo. Yeah. Balance. It's all about the balance. That is the uh, the Brucon themed T-shirt, which is on our Teespring store. And I believe, well, you can see actually, DK, you've also got your merchandise, some new merchandise modeling for us as well. Yes. Hey, that's me. That's my character. Wear ruffs. I mean, I okay. It's the first. <laughs> right. So you've got Bart, who's like, my character is great. And then we've got DK going, Leobrin is great. Uh, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's thematically appropriate for the cleric to be all self-effacing, though, right? Like, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, quite. Yeah. Teen mum is looking after uh, the kids, as is appro- thoroughly it, appropriate. Probably envious of the high charisma score as well, because I'm saying a bit lacking there. I, I did order the Malar hoodie. It's just not turned up yet. Ooh. I mean, ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes all the way around it, so enjoy that awesome. when it turns up. Um, ooh, ooh, ah, But thank you for that, guys, because that is shameless a plug. A shameless plug um, for the Teespring store, um, where you can buy such merchandise as uh, those two uh, outfits there, or the third one that was mentioned. We've got uh, themed uh, collections for most of the party members now. We're sort of introducing them one at a time as time goes by, and there's other uh, lines as well, such as. Uh, Friends, fa- uh, friends, 
no dice space there we go uh which is our um new sort of tiered system of playing D D. um and uh, slice and distance our face masks uh and others besides go check them all out for yourself on our teespring store there's a link to that uh on our twitch page just uh, scroll down to i think where it says uh merch or something like that no there's actually no i lie there's a display of our of our stuff there you can browse to your heart's content during today's stream Alrighty then. So that aside, uh, uh, in terms of announcements, do I have anything? I don't really. Um, busy week last week. I'm I'm happy to be back. Um, we've doing we've been doing some technical stuff in the background. Um, I've been we've no like for instance uh, we've had a bit of a syncing issue with video and audio for mm-hmm. quite a long time, and I've been trying to fix that. So I've tried uh, something this week. It's going to be a bit of trial and error over the next few sessions to see if I can get it to to match up. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll have it this fixed within the next couple of sessions. So Amazing, because it's a problem I deal with as well. It's it's rough. It's it's not fun, is it? Nah. <laughs> and you're just there like, nah. oh, it just just it like it was great at the time in the session, and then afterwards you're like, oh, it just looks a little bit crap. So, it's the, <laughs> hopefully yeah, the, for some reason the video the video processing takes longer, and so yeah. it slowly drifts out. Oh, you've got that issue. I think mine yeah. is is more. There's just a delay between audio and video okay. rather than the expand ever expanding distance, but. That it, I might have a fix for that as well, Marshall. We might, um, we'll talk about that <laughs> over the week. Maybe I might be able to help with that. Okay, I've, I've definitely had that before as well. Um, okay, so that aside, I think we're all uh, ready to dive in. Uh, so uh, turn your brains to turbo. Let's jump in with tonight's session here in the Millilands campaign on Slice and Dice. And we are back. So, folks, last time here on Slice and Dice, uh, mostly was about uh, you lot ascending the mountainside um, and the the sheer cliff edge uh, edges, even that you had to ascend, and uh, it proved it had some challenges, uh, which you did manage to overcome. It just, uh, you know, with with a few knockbacks, but no massive injuries uh, to your party. Uh, and some ingenious solutions to get around those issues. Um, so with 
good use of spellcasting, uh, fashioning a papoose uh, for your Aarakocra um, uh, friend and uh, guide to then take your uh, little deep gnome wizard along in, uh, which also meant that you two could then scout ahead so Brina and Kerr uh, could then fly further up the mountain and then sort of attach a rope down to help the rest of you get up. You also noted um, a strange presence um, of uh, sort of the elemental air in this area and um, your sort of uh, your once captive uh, and uh, person you were seeking out uh, but now sort of who you've managed to convince to help you uh, the gnome uh, of Bantam Quickly, gnome druid uh, who you discovered last time um, has agreed thanks to uh, your convincing words to to come with you uh, and has given you a bit of a layout uh, some description of the uh, of the eerie which you guys are heading for also, he also noted this presence of air, uh, and you kind of witnessed this firsthand for yourself uh, with these fissures in the rock faces you were climbing up, that then would periodically expel air and nearly uh, caught a few of you off guard, knocking you off of the, your current climb. But fortunately, as I said, no serious injuries, uh, and uh, Brina was then able to spot the pattern from her elevated position and help guide the rest of you through there. And eventually, you'll you lot managed to ascend and get to the uh, the edge of the path, which you've been told about by the Aarakocra beforehand. Uh, it's a rite of passage for Aarakocra monks. They must travel the path, which leads all the way to the front gate of the Eyrie, but they must do so with their wings pinned back. They must do so on foot. Um, otherwise, it's not really much of a test ascending a mountainside for a flying creature. Uh, and so uh, upon, well, just before actually you arrived at this point where you are now, um, Brina, first of all, heard this, uh, s- I guess, squelchy uh, kind of uh, uh, speech that she didn't recognize. It was, um, yeah, very, uh, very much in the saliva tongue all over the place kind of kind of region of sound. It was uh, it was quite, quite gross. But Kurt, with the tongues cast on him by Leobrin earlier, could not only be understood by the rest of you, but could also understand what this was. And it was a voice asking, uh, telepathically, asking you guys to help, to help me. As the rest of you got up to the same position uh, as uh, Brina and Kerr, Neris also found she could understand what was being said. But the rest of you, you uh, again, are hearing this squelchy, quite horrifying sound. And so, cautiously, You've started up the path and have seen where the meteor crashed into the mountainside. And that it seems as you get closer to that, that is uh, where the, the voice seems to get slightly stronger the closer you get to it. And that is uh, where we pick things up today. So, folks. So, uh, I, I, I wonder if this is um, the, the mistake to reveal this. Um, it's, it's just possible that my... Uh, many years of um, uh, recreational drug use has uh, finally come back to bite me. Never thought this would happen, but um, um, is anyone else hearing a disturbing sound? <laughs> yes. I, I, it, as soon as we got up there, and I think Kerr understood it. Ooh. Yes, yes I did. Oh, really? Yes, it was uh, a voice and, saying, and... help me. Oh, uh, well. That's unexpected. Uh, I also understood it. Neris is like looking a little bit shifty at the rest of you. (laughs) 
and so a little bit confused that, she's, that only her and the bird could understand what's being said. What language is that? I have absolutely no idea. Uh, oh. That's I don't know concerning. how I know it. I, I, it's, it's nothing I've heard before, but I seem to know what's being said. I can't really mm. explain it. Uh, We're going to go investigate, aren't we? Leobrin, <laughs> Leobrin cast Detect Magic to check if somehow Neris has tongues or anything else cast on her. Okay. Good thinking. You do so. Um, you get the normal eminence of, uh, of magic from Neris being a sorcerer. You know, it's, it's in her blood. Mm. Um, but you don't notice anything additional to that. Um Obviously, Kerr, again, has the magic of tongues upon him, so you recognize that. Um, but no, there's nothing else that you can, you can, you can see here. Hmm. Well, this sounds like magical nonsense to me, so... Uh, well, I'm yeah, out. I mean, there are creatures that are, you know, speak telepathically. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. They need help, clearly. Let's yes, no, I'm just concerned that it's... We uh, lose... Too much time before our Manticore invasion. We could always yes, skip it and carry on. The no, someone said the word help and Malar's here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, now, Mr. Seth, come, we'll, we've come so far. Uh, if somebody is at risk, we can um, uh, render aid. Uh, come, let's, uh, we should really, uh, oh, uh yes. I'm with you, Mala. You've steered, you've steered us well. You've steered us right so far. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, Seth, if it was fleeting, you would have helped him, right? Fleeting can't talk telepathically. I would have known it was him. No, but we all do weird things <laughs> sometimes, don't we? She like really stares intently at him. I'm loving. I'm loving. Like, I'm loving how Brina's set her eyes on by far the least reformable member of the party. <laughs> I've done she remembers what Keith said. <laughs> I think. I, I think that case in point. <laughs> yep. Name my crime. I. We don't let's, have enough time. Let's go. Let's we go. don't have enough time. Um. Um. <laughs> but no, I think the problem here is that if this person is talking telepathically, they're talking telepathically to just a couple of us but Kerr is also picking it up with tongues which implies it's a language and not telepathic. I mean we all hear it so I think they're just calling for help in general in their own language and C some Can you speak, speak a language telepathically? Sure. I, don't I assume know. I would know that I'm bookish. I would know that. How close uh, are we to it now? I can speak a language drunkenly if that helps. You're about, um... Look, I'll do it right now. Rukan pulls out a, a, a hip flask and... As in the sort of, you know, the open, the cavern opening where the meteors crashed into the mountainside. Yeah, it seems yeah. to have penetrated quite a bit. There's, there's still um, some smoke coming out of it, but it is mostly white smoke. It seems any flames that were in there probably being smoked. There's a new pope! <laughs> Malar, Malar heads off. Right. Heads to... Yeah, uh, I follow very close to Malar. Okay, sounds good. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Yeah, Brina uh, will tell Kerr to come on. We need I was going to say <laughs> you're strapped in, so <laughs> <laughs> okay, not a problem. We can do that. So we've got Malar in front with 
uh, Seth, are you going alongside him or just, just behind him? I'll go alongside him. Oh, okay. And then when we're getting close, I'll activate the text force. Okay. I think you already have it up, so but you can... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. Last last week, we were already heading in. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Okay. So the rest of you kind of file in. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to rearrange you in a, in, a, in a two by two order, um, based on what uh, what you guys have said. So Brina just behind Malar, um, and um, uh, Brucon alongside, and then we've got Neris and uh, Leobrin in the back. This doesn't sound combat based at all. Cool. <laughs> it's fine. Just assembling yeah, we'll from the order, back. I think it's important, you know. So, um, and do you know what? I, shall I bring up... I can bring up the map anyway, so you guys can see. <laughs> this isn't combat. Please, can I get your positions? No. And here's a map. It's not necessarily <laughs> combat. <laughs> um, it's not guaranteed to be combat. If it would be helpful, I can bring up a map. However, if it's not, not, it's not. It's not not combat. using this against Mala. Oh, we I can help. Oh, we're deny. about to die. It depends, hmm. on, it depends on your decision-making, I think. Always. Of course. We do so, have a Seth in the party, so. And he's in the front Set of the combat so map. That's part of the reason <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> anyway, um, as you get to the cave mouth, now seeing inside, um, Seth, with your dark vision, you'll be able to see this quite clearly. Malar, it's harder for you to pick out. This, it seems to be. For Malar, it's mostly um, rubble uh, in front of you, um, at, as in scattered across the floor. It seems that this I'll, goes I'll in quite. Pull out my everlasting. So, your your oh yes, your continual flame, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So now you can see just just as well as Seth, although Seth can see all the way to the back of the of the room. Uh, so this cavern, uh, strewn on the floor alongside uh, all the rubble that appears, you know, rock uh, from where this meteor is crashed into, and you've got some uh, smoking bits of meteorite and whatnot uh, in and amongst the wreckage. You've also got. Um, three bodies of Aracocra uh, lying on the floor. Now, you'll remember last time um, that you saw a, some f- feathers and a bit of blood just before um, the entrance as well. Uh, I think Seth spotted it. Um, so this kind of along the same theme that you've got uh, bodies there. There's uh, one Ar- Aracocra is decapitated. Uh, two others uh, lie, lie on the floor, one near to the entrance, one quite a bit further in. Uh, and Seth, at the back of the room, <clears throat> you can see the wreckage of this meteor, um, so that where it's finally has stopped um, crashing through the rock. Uh, and it's kind of like there's a cave in at the end. Uh, in and at this rubble, you can see one humanoid-sized figure lying prone, half submerged in the rubble. Uh, the only parts of them that you can see are their head and shoulders and their uh, their hands. What's most noticeable uh, are their hands in some ways similar to yours in that they're slightly webbed, but uh, have a mauvish complexion to their skin. And the head itself seems completely bald, uh, but as it looks up, acknowledging you with these kind of metallic eyes, there you see, most disturbing of all, rather than a beard, appears to be these... Uh, tentacles that uh, dangle from its uh, from its from its mouth. Hello, Marta. 
Hello. Oh, we have a martyr joining us. Well, that is excellent timing. Yeah, fantastic timing. That was such a mean description of martyr, Jack. And just so you see, appearing out of the dangling from the shade. You recognise as the multi-talented actor and voice actor Martha Smetek, appearing from the rubble. I'm glad to be here, Jack. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, so, sorry, apologies. Uh, so, describing the, the mauve uh, figure that's half submerged in the rubble at the back there, uh, as we've noted, Neris, you, you can understand this creature and you don't understand why you can understand it. It's not a language you've heard before. Um, it's just been saying, help me, and obviously Kerr can understand it as well. But yes, so Seth, that is to ask questions. Uh. Uh. I mean, you guys have never experienced things not being as they seem ever in this campaign, so... Yeah, are we within 30 feet? Sorry? They Am are further than 30 feet, feet at this point, but you can. Do you want to move within 30 feet of them? Yes, get closer, Seth. Get closer. Ma- if, if Mallard's coming. <laughs> I mean, Mallard. <laughs> Mallard, <laughs> Mallard will someone lead that can understand it. So, Mallard, as you uh, move in. Shit. Mallard, wait! And I'm coming with him. You're like, ah! You're like, Artu, Artu, wait! Although. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good. That was a phenomenal three PO. I have to say, Jack, that was really Thank good. You very much. I'll add that to the old uh, portfolio. <laughs> Voices I can do include um, voice match. <laughs> as you exactly. Um, so as you move in, Malar, and your continual flame illuminates the area as you go in and helps the rest of you actually who are now outside watching these two, uh, the odd couple moving inside. Uh, you're seeing this wreckage. Uh, and the the bodies on the floor, and uh, Malar, as you get closer with the continual flame, you can see also this creature with the mauve skin uh, and the tentacles from its mouth and chin. Oh, can I can I look around to see if there's anyone else he's trapped who decapitated the Aracocra? Uh You can look around. Sure, make a perception check. Cool. Cool. I don't think this is going to be good. Uh, luckily, I've got a plus three to my perception, so that's five total. I mean, you are so shocked and absorbed into this creature that uh, you see at the end here that you don't pay much attention to what what else is going on in the room. You've had a cursory glance, you've seen the dead bodies and the rubble, but what's much more interesting is this figure. You've never seen anything like this before. It's it's an alien being like this is not something you've come across in your life before but there's something Seth that feels oddly familiar about it and you can't quite put your finger on it perhaps it's the way it's, it's perhaps it's the way it was speaking or it could be that it's Davy Jones <laughs> another uh, famous swashbuckler could be <laughs> as we're running towards it can I just yell back what's it saying translate and also, if it's, if it's not talking, Kerr, when it talks, translate. Ah, it, it keeps saying, help me, help me. Have you tried talking back to him? No. <laughs> okay. Could you, please? Okay. And actually, as Kerr is speaking to you, it, the creature then seems to stop and look over to the Aracocra. And Brina, you obviously noticed this as well because you are strapped to that Aracocra. Uh, oh, you're you. on him still. She's still in the papoose. 
Oh. Yeah. Little baby, baby carrier. <laughs> baby yeah. Bjorn. Uh, it makes her more mobile. It, 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 in a way, or not, we'll see. We'll see how that turns <laughs> out. Um, uh, when it looks at her, she, she is getting very nervous. That thing looks creepy. Yep. But it needs help. I... I, I don't know. Well, yeah, try uh, talking to it, because I... I... It, it seemed to understand me. Yes, so talk to it. Uh, obviously, Neris, you can understand what's being said as well from this creature. Yeah. Oh, oh we were so close. I, I, I don't know what's happened to my notebook. We, yeah. we, how long has Jack it been time. since we've been on Jack time? Oh! <laughs> I think, no, we, we've had a few that we didn't put the board up for. That's, That's true. true yeah. That's true, because I, um, I think they made Anyway, imagine sure in my hands it. right now, dear viewer, <laughs> is the words Jack Time scrawled very well, badly in If notebook. you're a tier one, no, actually, I don't know which tier it is, but if you're on Discord with us, there is a Jack Time uh, emoji, which you could use yeah, right now. Yeah, there is. Uh, there is one for our, um, for, at, at one of the tiers. I think it might be tier three now, actually, for subscribers on Twitch. So sorry about that, guys. I'm cut off for a little while. Oh, yeah, um, but tier one, the... maybe. Yeah, we've only got Clapbot in, in Twitch. Haven't even what got Jack's face anymore. True. It's like we used to have Jack's face. I think it, oh. There's definitely, th there's definitely three different tiers and three different emojis for that, but perhaps I removed myself feeling I wasn't worthy. It's, it's, it's quite possible. Uh, but anyway, uh, <clears throat> he said self-effacedly. Uh, so, um, uh, as you two... As you guys Sorry, um, are, um, uh, quick so the rest question, of you are hearing of... this this slurpy quick... horribleness. Go ahead. Naris. Quick question. Well, just because I'm a late cover, have I said anything or, or interacted with this creature before my arrival right now? No, nope, at all. No, okay, not at all. Thank you. No worries. You just noted you can speak it and you don't know. Oh, sorry, you, that you can understand it and you don't know why you understand it. And I haven't told anybody else. I haven't translated anything for anybody else. You other than it says help me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, uh, Kerr, um, uh, it's sort of then, he goes, ahem, hello, um, how can we help you? Well, that's pretty obvious, isn't it? I mean, we can understand him still, right? Yeah, you can understand him. He just speaks and yeah. they can understand, right, with tongues. Yeah. Um, the creature looks back fixes kind of glances at you Brina, for a moment and you feel this almost a shiver run up your spine the cold deadness to these eyes when they look at you almost like it it's not viewing it's not like it's a person looking back at you it looks like it's analyzing you like you were uh, um like you were a, a an item at a shop or like uh for instance a, a piece of meat at a butcher's like the way that it's looking at you um, yeah, she's shrinking back into his feathers <laughs> Uh, and it then looks up at Kerr and uh, and says, well, and speaks back to him, which Neris, you understand, it's saying, help me. Malor. How, how could we help you? Ma Ma Malor, hearing that, just fucking goes up to the thing and starts to try and unbury him. What? When we get within 30 feet, can I yep. hear anything with Detect Thoughts? Yes, good call, Detect Thoughts. All uh, right. But and also, can I hear any... 
I was just going to say, Brucon will, Brucon's going to emulate Malar. Oh, then you're going to go towards it. Yeah, go go towards and it and start trying to move the rocks. Sounds good. You'll can move I hear Seth. any other faults come in within 30-foot range other than the party? Uh, Yes. Yes, you do. How many? You hear one other voice. So you, uh, so you first hear the, the creature that is... You can hear it. Help me. I need help. I'm dying. And then the second voice you hear is saying, just a little closer. Just a little I'm, closer. I'm going to cast message to Malar and say, stop. So that only me and, he, me, only me and he, him can hear it. And I say, there's, there's someone else it wants you to get closer. And only Malar can hear this because it's just message. Cool. So, so Jack, do you need a, an athletics uh, check from Brucon to start moving this rubble? What, what, what are you looking for here, buddy? Ah, uh, oh, I forgot you. No, I say it, if Brucon's right next to him. Well, then, Bru yes, Brucon is moving past you, so you is moving past you, so you can stop him if you um, want with your hand. Yes, I want to stop Malar. him. Do you want to do that? Yeah, I'll be yeah. nice. I'll be nice, guys. Come on, I'm, I'm not going to screw you over. Because oh. um, Brucon, you were behind anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cut out the thing and you message Malar. What are you saying to him? Message. Mala, I uh, say, stop, there's someone else. It wants you to get closer. Mala, what are you doing? I, I, I probably move five more feet in the direction I was going before I actually stop. Cool, there's a, uh... now a five feet gap. So one there's, there's a five feet gap between you and the creature, roughly. So I, I hand the torch off from my trunk into my hand and then the, the trunk comes out and starts to sniff the air. Okay. Um, am I able to detect any particular sense of animals here, or...? Uh, go ahead. Uh, make a perception check with advantage, because you're smelling. Surely. Okay, that's 20. Non-natural. Okay, so you're getting an overwhelming smell of the Aracocra and their beginning-to-decay bodies. Um... The creature as well gives off a scent, but it, again, it is a strange, a strange scent that you have not smelt before. It, it's damp, got that kind of. There's a bit of the damp quality about it, but equally, it's like then got a almost a light. If you imagine damp bottled into air freshener form, that's kind of the smell. Um, I will hold the torch aloft casting as much light as I can around, start to look, and just say out loud, Oh, uh, whoever is out here, I, uh, implore you to reveal yourself. We need you no harm. Can I, you, can I probe deeper into the thoughts of the one that said just a bit closer, as Marla said that? Um, he needs to make a I think so. Do you need to, do you need to be able to see the creature, or is it just being able to sense it? No, no, it's all thoughts. I can just probe in, into the thoughts of a okay. creature um, within the, range. Which save but it will it? become aware. It will become aware. They become aware, the so they know that the thoughts are being read. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. And if they if they save on it, then the spell ends completely. So I can't keep detecting like I can't keep trying different people. It's just like a one person. Hey, no worries, Seth. It's you know, it's a roll of the dice. Let's, let's see what happens here. All right fails it's a nine Ooh. right what are you looking for I'm probe deeper uh sorry uh you can shift 
If it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind, something such as something it worries over, loves, or hates. So probably just focusing on to its reasoning and emotional state, as in, is it like super calm and just wants to kill us? There is a, a chillingly calm air to it. It has one focus, and that is to feed. I'm going to say, I'm just going to say out loud, it's hungry. And I'm going to start to hold an Eldritch Blast in my hand because I want Eldritch. Nope. Nope. Brucon looks up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It'd be fine. No, I also like, no, this yeah. is good. I, I'm, mil- I'm just enjoying the, the whole suspense moment. It's been a long wow. time coming. I love, that we've got a, I love that we've got a Greek chorus here as well. <laughs> so we kind of like go, turn into the audience and go, this is really cool. Um, yeah, Brucon, Brucon looks up, uh, but in particular trying to detect any uh, flesh brolly like um, ah, shapes. Cool. Good shout. Make a perception check, please. <laughs> There's one over your head. <laughs> yeah, Brucon looks up directly into a dark mountain. It falls onto your face. It's when, yeah. it's when Jack fills it all up. With, he, he's like, you walk into a cave and there's about a hundred stalactites on the ceiling, and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's a good. Well, thing. That's a good thing. Would you like to know what I rolled just there, Jack? Go ahead. Oh, oh the oh, bloody uh, damn filter doesn't work. Um, <laughs> right, it, was a nat- it was a natural one. Oh, I was going to gesture to the natural one on the t-shirt, but anyway. It was <coughs> Brucon, Brucon you, you look to the ceiling, uh, and despite the fact that this is a very newly formed cave, uh, literally within the last day, uh, you swear that there are several stalactites on the ceiling. Sorry, still, yeah, stalactites yeah, on the ceiling. Yeah, tights, yep. Yep, mites tights, tights up. up top. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Been a little while. Go, yeah, um, you swear that there are several up there, and you think, yes, that that is a, a hot. You feel you've yeah. You're feeling uh, Admiral Akbar. It's a trap vibes. There are de- yeah. there are flesh brolies all over that damn ceiling. Okay, Brucon pulls out his cookery and goes, um, "Everybody, uh, watch it, uh, Brina. If um, if an umbrella falls on your head, be afraid." Um, okay. <laughs> I say Neris goes ah. <laughs> <laughs> Neris goes paler <laughs> than than before. <laughs> Paler than I'm, alabaster. Ooh, I'm just yes. waiting to see whatever this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah nearest, nearest Glow in the dark. The creature that now knows Seth is poking at its brain. I want to see what happens with that. <laughs> okay, Seth. Seth has made brain contact with something fucked up. <laughs> this is how you get brainers. <laughs> at the last moment, Seth, as you're probing deeper, brainerial disease. Um, at the very last moment, you hear you hear a breath of air right next to your ear, and and you t- and a creature lunges out at you. Does a sixteen hit? No. All right. <laughs> Excellent. So so instinctively you dodge and uh, avoid the flashing blade. Uh, it appears to be of a. Uh, you recognise as one of these uh, newfangled martial art type long swords that you've seen some of these Aracocra wielding. And as you turn around, the rest of you see this as well. There is an Aracocra. Um, it seems one of the dead ones has got up and has taken a swing at the, uh, at uh, your uh, Mer Elf companion. Can everyone roll initiative, please? Uh, 
Oh, here we go. Damn. Er, my gird. Oh. Ooh. That's good. I That's never good. do this. I'm supposed to have a natural one for initiative at all times. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is this rubbish? Yeah, I'm not oh. used to this. I don't understand. <laughs> oh. I'm just oh, switching God. camera. Uh, oh, okay. it's doing the usual problem. Classic. <laughs> Combat attack. Yeah, thank you. Have for <laughs> for your highlighted <laughs> message. Excellent. Oh, yes. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! Bam! Here we are. Here you folks are. Let's move this round so you've got a bit of a better view. Oh no, you can see my. You see behind the scenes. You want to see that? See the computer? I mean, what? The Inception. So there is the. We want to see your notes, Jack. That's what we want to see. Yeah. Oh no, those are well and truly out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Please. I was looking forward to that then. I could see the camera slowly moving up, and I was just waiting. I was like, how high can it go? How high is it going to go before it falls back? <laughs> All right. Um, so. Oh, I need to roll initiative. I must must remember that. All oh, right. So, Martha's natural 120. Their initiative. Fine. Anyone get 20 or above? Uh, anyone? 20! 20 on the dot. Oh! Brucon got 23. Oh, fuck, fuck. <gasps> Why is that an option? I... Did you what? just keep out? <laughs> try to remove me from the call. Zoom. I tried to zoom in on your view because it's so tiny. <laughs> but if I can't zoom in, I'll see nothing. Spectacular. Is... Well, what? Um... <laughs> I just want. I just no, want I don't just... want combat. Remember. <laughs> I just want. I just... Got, by the way, Marshall, I've got to tell you that um, the the option you I've just tried the option you're actually looking for. It doesn't really help. No, I want. And speak you want, of you, you want does speak all... of you, yeah. If you move everyone else into the top to the top uh, circles on Skype, then I should be full screen. I think. Oh, oh, testing. Ooh. Yeah. It keeps on bringing other people back down. Hold on. There we go. So it was a 20 for Seth who, um, uh, I tell you what, because because in this campaign, I feel like the deck, when you do um, initiative and then you go with whoever has the de highest decks, uh, is not very fun for the low decks guys. Can I have Nerys ah. and Seth roll off, please? Yes. Ah. Official rules as per the book. Ultimate yeah. power. Um, I was going to go 18 and then it, it moved one more. So it's got five. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Well, that's lovely, but Brucon rolled a 23. Yeah, yeah oh, you're, you're top. You're top of the pecking order, buddy. We, we, I've got it's that. both that's had a 20. That's, it's, it's a, a roll-off between the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fifth, uh, 20 to 15. Anyone in there? 18, Brina. 18. Very nice, Brina. Oh, Christ. I need to roll for... Hang on. I'll roll for Kerr. That would be helpful, wouldn't it? Yep, he's not We're as high. We're all high. Oh, except She's likely going to burn through... Uh... Anyone else? Mm -hmm. No? Okay. Uh, 15 to 10. Neobrin? Unless Ooh, anyone's got higher than 12. 12? No. 12. 12. 12. Cool. Rio. Uh, and I think... Uh, Mala, what'd you get? Eight. Eight. Lovely. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jack. Thanks for that. It's, it's good when the DMs you Lovely, pick and also yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yikes. No, no, no. Congratulations. You're not Have you rolled order, a second don't character? Worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. You, you haven't rolled at the bottom of the table, so you're okay. You're okay. Just second from bottom, which isn't, isn't great. But, you know, we, we knew what we were getting ourselves onto, didn't we? Anyway, uh, so top of the order is Brucon. Now, Brucon, as you can see, you are next to uh, your good friend Seth there. So you can see that he is uh, uh, facing off against this uh, against this little aracocra here. Something very unsettling about this aracocra. Its eyes, something about it seems off. What can I make you the middle one? Um, right, so I can see the aracocra. Okay, uh, and I see it's got it blood all for... over it, but it somehow is my, up and walking. My good buddy. Seth von Seffington. Um, so Brucon will step smartly into the breach uh, and hit it, or attempt to anyway. Oh, full attack. Make an attack roll. Yes. Yeah. So first attack. Just, just checking because obviously cameras and stuff. Are you able to get flanking on him? Uh, I mean, given uh, my my speed is forty feet and I was next to it, I'm guessing yes. Yes, you can do that. You can do that. Spend it. Uh, so being all dumb, rendering help uh, useless. Um, yes, we we house ruled in another campaign I'm in to have flanking give plus two to attack rolls instead of advantage. Oh you know, not... I've heard a few a few different. You're getting you're getting Pathfinder in our D and D. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite. Um, uh, right. Anyway, uh, so yeah. So do, does that mean I attack with advantage? Yes, you do. Splendid. Right. Plus attack then. Uh, well, that is a natural twenty. The t-shirt is working for me already. I'm balancing out rolls. So that was that. And then the second one is not not a natural twenty, but it is a twenty-three. Twenty-three hits for sure. Splendid. So that'll be three d six plus ten. No, not ten plus eight. Uh, damage for the cookery attack. So that is uh, 20 damage. 20 damage. Very nice. Yeah. Ooh, that's and a big old hit. It looks even more bloody than it did before. Yeah. Uh, and then Brooklyn's going to do two things. He's going to he's going to burn through some key points here. Actually, okay. mm, no. Um, he's going to use one, uh, and he's going to do the. Um, patient defense martial arts uh, ability to give him the dodge action as bonus. Okay. Did you attack the second time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I rolled. I rolled two oh. with advantage. Um, yep. That's my bonus action, so I can't make an additional unarmed strike, but that's fine. And that is Brucon's turn. Uh, next is Seth. So now you also get advantage uh, <clears throat> due to flanking. I am going to draw my rapier. Okay. And as I draw it, it starts to hang on, start to get a small shimmer around it. Some sort of little little bits of crackles of electricity as I cast Booming Blade and attack. New spell! New spell! Oh, oh, Seth doing magic, what is this nonsense? <clears throat> Although Leo Brin's not and that is a seven, inside. 17 on the dice, so 25 overall. Maris looks on in suspicion. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, Rina definitely is paying attention. Uh, 25 is going to hit, sure. 
Twenty-five damage. Oh, and with that mighty hit, it crumples to the floor. Oh, good thing I spent a key point on dodging a dead uh, something. <laughs> I mean, you dodged its body is because it fell backwards yeah. towards yeah. you. So you managed to <laughs> get out the way of that because right. you know don't want to take that bludgeoning damage. And, and since I've seen it rise from the dead, I'm going to yell out to everyone: Look out for vampires! They they could all be turned. Oh, shit. Uh, snap. Um, and I never did get that cookery silvered. But uh, Brukong goes, hmm, but I didn't get my cookery silvered and, and it seemed to go seemed to go down okay, so not sure quite what's going on here. Uh, Neris, you're next on the initiative uh, just outside the cave. Yeah, I was just thinking, we're, we're in relation to all, of the, all the things that are going down. Yep. And and one is down. I'm assuming. Where's yep. what? What should I hit? <laughs> I'm well, this is the thing. Confused. There's no there's no hostiles attacking you at the moment. There's uh, now with that one down, it would appear that it's just the um, it's just the uh, the creature at the end that's half submerged in rubble. And these are these are supposed to be vampiric or some some. That's what Seth's like saying. But you know, Seth. With his weird ideas and slaying many four-legged canines. <laughs> and two-legged, actually, as it goes. What does that have to do with well, the vampire stuff? I don't, I, I don't know. Neris has a certain level of, of uh, you know, attitude towards this now, where it's like, if it's if somebody says it's bad, it's probably as bad or worse. <laughs> yeah. So... Correct. She's gonna look at Seth and look at the thing and look at Seth again and look at the thing and then I guess firebolt? <laughs> do you want to go into the cave at all or are you happy where you are? The one that, the one that just came down. This, uh, this I, I'm happy where I am. I ju I'm just gonna go like I'm gonna set it on fire. Uh, I'm gonna step away from the Oberyn so I don't set him on fire. Sure, sure. Because I'm Noir. going to be setting myself on fire. <laughs> oh yeah, because of the because of yes. Yeah. You may remember her re she seems to be I'm being very considerate right now. <clears throat> Since her resurrection, it's all been a bit weird. Yes. <clears throat> um and I'm just going to make sure the thing stays down and I would like to set it aflame with firebolt if that's sufficient. I think uh, that's sufficient. Yes. I mean, uh so you need to roll to hit. The target is prone, so you will have disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> This <laughs> uh, is, yeah. But it is also dead, thought... so I'm going to say it's a flat roll because it's not moving. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I really disadvantage yeah. to hit a non-moving target on the ground. I'll, I'll say very it's a straight roll, given that it's dead. I a think what? he just wants to see you firebolt me again in a cave. Oh, oh, so it's a what roll? Uh, so it's just, a, just, just, no. it's a flat roll, just one d20 because you have advantage because yeah. it's dead, but you have disadvantage because it's prone. So straight well, roll. I did just roll a natural twenty. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right, double your damage. On a corpse! Yes. That is a lot of firebolt damage if you roll well, so go for it. Yeah. Uh, so, firebolt is... Uh, I'm trying to... Sorry, I'm trying... I haven't used that in a long time. 2d10. Uh, 2d10, there we go. 
I had to look that up. It's just I've just been all again as our scorcher. You know, you know how it is. You know how these things are. Yeah. So that is six plus eight. So that is fourteen. Damage. All right. Uh, yep. A lot of feathers burn up. Uh, the, you char the corpse. It's still there, but it's a lot. It shrunk quite a lot uh, from that from that and mega hit. From an RP perspective, it's kind of like she's she just wanted to cast like a, just a little firebolt. Oh, so like ah. Uh, it's remember it's d- double the dice, so you because you've just done two dice so far, right? Because you're level five. Yeah. So that so you should crit. do another two, right? Because it's a crit. All right. Okay. Well, so uh, even more we're going. So that's a plus nine. Oh jeez. <laughs> so twenty-three damage. Uh, so, plus. Yeah, it, so that so no, so that was just one of them. So and oh. then another five on, <laughs> oh, on top of that. <laughs> Me and my big mouth. <laughs> but Sorry. from an RP perspective, she just kind of stepped to the side and went like, whoosh, and it kind of went too far. Like it's like more, it more energy <laughs> came out than she expected. Yeah. Ooh. It's just, it's just like this you know immolation when you, happened. You know when you're standing there, you just weren't expecting that much to come out. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, <laughs> but magic, basically, guys, just, magic. It just happens, and this, all this immolation happens. Just kind of goes like, just pretends everything's fine. This is fine. This is this is normal. As I meant for this, this to normal. Um, Brookham <laughs> turns and goes, "Someone cooking chicken." <laughs> turns around and sees me on fire That's in front of. Nerys should probably consider a job in a crematorium when this is all over. I mean, this is now the yeah. fourth corpse you have now charred, so... I don't want them coming back. <laughs> all right, Making good. sure. Excellent. Good uh, vampire tactic. Okay, Brina, it's uh, it's you next. You're strapped to uh, uh, to Kerr, as you can see, sort of. Uh, what did you want to do? Uh, Brina's very that creature's very nervous. She's not even really paying much attention to Dead Air Cockra at this point. That creature looked at her and that gaze was terrifying. And she is going to hold... Um, yeah. She's going to hold a fireball and watch what happens with that creature. Sounds good. Fireball? Wait, fireball? Okay. Cool, great. Uh, that's fine. I'm She's not worried about that at all. Yeah, hold a fireball um, inside I'm, a confined I'm space. I'm down with that fine. approach. I'm down with that approach. Okay, Leo, you're next. Just behind Bruno uh, there. Oh, right. <laughs> They're oh. all down? They're all done? They're all the, dead? It's, it, it's been burned up. You've just got the... Uh, the alien-like creature at the end that's been asking for help. Anyone? I was just clearing the path so we don't have multiple counters again. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Hmm. That's, good. that's a good plan. But the, the the trap thing doesn't hasn't attacked us or nope. had thoughts mm-hmm. of attacking us, <coughs> according to Seth. Um. Leobrin looks around goes cool um i guess we get back to saving uh the tentacly fellow yeah end of turn yeah <laughs> stay where you are just uh, I, shall I, we I, save I, him? I guess we get back to saving him and by we i mean you guys <laughs> the Brin goes forward 
Well, mostly everyone is looking confused. Like, well, do we? Well, let's put you. Why? Just, why, just why does time appear to have frozen? <laughs> why aren't we mean? all going forward to help our new, uh, uh, the trapped person? The the the, the creature. The the yeah. Okay, Leo, that's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll just, I'm, I'm guessing you're tentatively moving forward, so I haven't done your full movement. I've just put you just in front yeah. of Brina. Just I feel like that seems like a good place. To, maybe not blocking Brina, but yeah, just tentatively moving closer. Okay. Um, just double checking that I get it right, but did did Seth say out loud that something was hungry? Was that out loud? Okay. Uh, but that was yes. the. I don't know whether I don't know whether yeah. James or Seth said it, but that was the voice. Did you message? From... They messaged that to Malar, didn't you, to make him stop? Messaged that to Malar, but it was not the voice. I messaged Malar was... to make him stop, and then yeah, Malar stop. said, and and then Malar said, "Come out uh, to behind the rock." And but Seth made it clear it was a different voice. It wasn't the same. Wasn't that, the same. Yeah, yeah. The, hung, the hungry voice is now a, a dead body on the floor. Yes. No. 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 A different one. Yes. Oh, I yeah, thought it was. was I thought the thing. That, I thought the thing. Okay. I thought the thing that lunged out to you was the hungry voice. Yes. No. Yes, it was. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you oh. sense it in thirty feet of you, right? It's not thirty feet ahead of you. It's thirty feet around you. So. Yeah. Sorry. I thought the thing was coming from behind the. Um, right. Yeah. I misunderstood. The rock. Okay. Oh yeah. Apologies, guys. Sorry. Yeah. No. It came from the near the entrance. It was one of the bodies lying down, then got up and oh, sprang right. out. Uh, anyway, speaking of that now charred corpse. Uh, okay. From it, bursting out of the, um, uh, the cranium of this charred creature, emerges, uh, it, it, it moves so quickly, it's very hard to, to catch it. But Brucon, as it as it dives towards you, mm. uh, you, see, you see, it looks like a brain mm-hmm. with legs, oh. and, uh, mm-hmm. with with very small claws and stuff, and it it's strikes at you. Uh, now remember, I did dodge. <laughs> you did dodge. That's true. So actually, it's only a straight roll. So I had advantage before. So I'll have to. I'll re-roll. That, that seems fair. Watch him, watch him crit this anyway. <laughs> Does a... You're, if you're asking that question, the answer is better. No, go on. Oh, sorry. No, I, 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 I'm so sorry. You need to make a, an intelligent saving throw as it lunges towards you. Yeah. Oh, no. Intelligence. <laughs> and, and, sorry, and it makes an attack against you. I misread. So, uh, <laughs> fortunately, the attack misses because that was an 11 cool. to hit. But yeah, you do an 11 to uh, is, is the attack before or after the save? Before. Okay, cool. Right. It's not like a make save, you fail, no. now it attacks you. I am entirely in the hands of Gambler here. <gasps> okay. yes. Natural 20. Really? Natural 20. Natural 20. Oh, yeah. my oh my lord. Well, that's Rolling that's the bigs or the smalls and none of the mediums. Yeah, exa- yeah, the bell curve, I exist uh, in, at your most extreme ends only. Well, fortunately, because you've succeeded... <laughs> don't get my brain sucked out. Nothing <laughs> goes ro- Nothing happens, nothing goes wrong, but you feel uh, this... You now see it as it's standing on top of the uh, body, this, four- these, this four-legged brain. Um, the 
kind of almost uh, there's something quite feral about about the claws that it has. It tries to slash at you, but, um, but you feel it was trying to uh, alter your mind. Uh, but you managed to, to shake it off, uh, so mm. you don't take any damage, and nothing goes wrong, and everything's fine. So next is Kerr, who is strapped, like who has green hurt strapped. you then. Ah, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? Uh, and he's like, Brina, what should I do? Attack it! Okay, let's go! And <laughs> runs in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. At which point, Brina goes, oh, I may have miscalculated here. <laughs> I'm, yes. I, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm stuck. No. That, that's literally <laughs> Uh, so you, know, go... you know that Warhammer meme about uh, drive me closer, I want to hit it with my sword? <laughs> that is that is Brino right now. Carry me closer, I want to observe you smash it. She's the, I, um... I immediately regret this decision. Uh, he does hit it, um, does uh, does Kerr. He lands a punch on it. So, I might be shooting myself in the foot here, but mm -hmm. it's, it's up to you how you want to deal with that held fireball, given that I'm being lurched well... forward now. No, no, no. I'm going to say, for now, you're holding it. Um, you also okay. meant for it for the other creature, so you... you I did, you yeah. I just it. thought if you wanted to, you know, Mess check concentration you. or something. Yeah. Currently, <laughs> no. Um, if the if, if there's then a bit more of a tussle, then for sure, if, if Kerr gets hit, it's going to affect you. But currently, he's, cool. you're okay. Um, so okay. He, do, he he hits it for four points of damage, and then he's going to bonus action. He's going to he's going to flurry of blows. Because he's a monk, he can do these things. Okay, a two and a natural twenty. So yay, natural twenty. So, oh, another hit. So that makes up for it. So it's just like you hit with both. So okay, I rolled a one. Is that three four times. natural twenties already this evening? Uh, it's, it, yes. <laughs> All I've, I've had two. No, I've had three. No. Yeah, so punch punchy in the brain. I I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, Animaniacs is back right now, so it seems... Uh, very, only... very topical. Very appropriate. Where? I want to see that. T talk to me later about it. I definitely want to... Yeah. So, getting confused. Uh, okay, yeah. So, three good hits, the old slugger, on the, on that brain there. Uh, so, yeah, good command there. So, now it's Malar. It's Malar down the other uh... end of the cave. With this creature, you're a respectful distance. Um, so, motion, turn round... Um, what? Trunk will take the torch out of my hand, and then I will use my now free hand cast Toll the Dead at this weird brain thing. All right, Toll the Dead. So that's a wisdom save. Is that right? It is a wisdom save. Do you see what, sorry? Fifteen. One five. Just, just rolled a sixteen on the dice, so it succeeds. Okay, turn. Fine. Apologies. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not sorry, but uh, you know, commiserations. Oh. There we go. Right. Is is the is the the Lego head that I'm seeing there to the right of Breen? Yeah, that's, 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 that's the brain. <laughs> it's the, one of the only pink uh, head yeah, shaped it things. Works, I yeah, it, works. <laughs> it works very well. Uh, okay. Um. See, this is why Nerys sets corpses on fire. To try to prevent that. This is exactly why Nerys sets corpses on fire. Yeah, this specific thing. This, this, this specific things. thing. Yes, this specific <laughs> thing. The chance of this happening. When Nerys was the young elf, someone <laughs> one, one day someone told her, said yeah. to her, Nerys, it's very important that you immolate all corpses in case 
a tiny clawed four-legged brain child child Neris was sat down in front of a, a, <laughs> a play of the thing yeah. <laughs> show of the thing and now let then... me tell you this jolly tale of, cra- of Santa's Christmas helpers that's <laughs> exactly they know it. if you've been good or bad because they're in your head <laughs> thank you thank you for for understanding thank you <laughs> Mm, okay. That's that's a clip mm. for Instagram for you right there. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Malar, um, from behind you, oh, feel no. as you as you're concentrating <clears throat> on this brain, you then, at the last moment, feel a presence behind you, and turn to see these this creature right in your face. The tentacles start to to, to make their way towards your face. Fireball goes off. Fireball goes off. Fireball goes off. Okay, that will happen. Let's let's get this first, and then we'll fireball. Did not realize it was fireball that you had readied. Oh god. This this is. She's just like Diaz in Aliens, and they're like, dude, you're not supposed to bring like the explosive ammunition down there with all the explosives. And she's like, I don't care. I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, Does a twenty-five hit? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. What? Twenty? Oh, you need to work on your AC. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. Look at that face. <laughs> uh, the thing is, the thing is, DK, this is all your fault. So, I've oh got, yeah, I've oh yeah, got zero sympathy for you on this particular. Occasion. You take um, twelve points of psychic damage. Oh, sorry, oh, si- sorry, sixteen, sixteen points of psychic damage. Oh, no. My bad. Um, oh, that fireball's gonna really suck for Malar. And you are yeah. currently uh, grappled by the creature as well. Oh shit, Malar's the, Malar's the healer. Oh, this is really Tonight bad. Tonight on the end. final episode of Slice of Night. <laughs> this is so Is bad. this the end for Team Mum? Uh, can you make an intelligence saving throw as well, please? Oh no, 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 no. Hey, hang on, hang on. It's not what you think. Saving throw. Do you have inspiration? Uh, no, I think I'm gonna be alright with that, actually. I'm 16. 16 does pass yes uh so you uh so you feel this this aura come over you for a moment your joints all seize up but you feel the the power of the eight and a particular in particular your patron festir burning within you the god of life and renewal and fight off this aberrant sort of effect that seems to be trying to take its clutches onto you you are however still grappled by this creature and as you look into its dead like eyes you see a light appear in its eyes and the rest of you see the whole place erupt around uh, around these two in their clinch as a fireball goes off. I'm guessing you're dropping it directly onto the creature, right? Brina. Yeah. So yeah. it's a 20 foot radius which... Oh. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're happy, Seth. It... it does catch Seth as well in the blast. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> wow. Well, Isn't that small? Just... That's oh, great. Gosh. Caves and fire, man. Caves yeah. and fire. Uh, it's great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. you, need, you need to make dexterity saves. Uh, you're grappled. Oh, I don't do think I? I effect, I'm not sure if that affects dexterity saves, actually. I think, I think you're fine. It's just speed to zero. I think that's paralyzed. You're going to be affected by. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong there, chaps. Anyway, rest Wait, of uh, gra- Grappled is just speed stop. Wait, yeah, so does... Else. Who needs to make dexterity checks? Just Sorry, Seth, just cut Nala, out for me. and the creature. Alright. Cool. It's not grappled I... and restrained, is it? Uh, I rolled. I believe it's just grappled and restrained. 
it's just I rolled a three. Oh, so dear. that's an 11 overall. Okay, oh, uh, and Mala, Mala, what did you get on your deck save? Um, I rolled a 17. Hey! And the creature failed with a 10. Man. Okay, so... I mean, uh, this is still going to suck mightily for everybody. <laughs> it is, it's 86, so yes. I was trying to work out where I am, but I'm off off frame, so I'm fine. Yeah, you're, Half yeah. of that and I die. Oh, unconscious. That's 15. And. Uh, 22. It's not horrible. 24, 28. 28. 28 fire oh, damage to those fucking... who failed, half for those who succeed. <laughs> How are you so, doing? Seth not have evasion. <laughs> uh, but he failed the save. Can you not. Oh, okay. Isn't that like half and oh, is it? Is it half? If you say. Am I uncanny oh, yeah, dodge? Hang on. Sorry, the creature uncanny had advantage. Dodge. Uncanny so dodge is what I. The creature had advantage, so I need to re-roll that. Hang on. I would think you could uncanny dodge. Uh, what what was the DC, sorry? 16. Okay, still failed. Still failed. So 28. When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction. Um, I think that's evasion, isn't hit? it? Uncanny dodge. You need it. You need no, evasion. Evasion just no. Evasion just means you take zero damage if you save. Or if half evasion, if you fail. Whereas yeah, I think uncanny dodge is evasion for an attack, is not for a saving throw. Uh, but I don't think Seth has evasion yet. Yeah, exactly. You're no, only no, level no. six. Uh, only level okay. five yeah. in a row. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a level six thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You're like cool. I'll take some. Took a lot of damage. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Yeah, Sorry, you can't. Guys. Sorry, you, you can't, can't really dodge an area attack. Yeah. No, you can't. As the fire hits me, as the fire hits me, I just turn back and go, "Damn it, Mary!" Mary's <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there me. on fire as well, which is really yeah, <laughs> really yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> smoking gold right there. Actually, you know, you know what? She just goes like, she just keeps looking like wide-eyed, like. What is happening? Um, <laughs> that's supposed that's supposed to be me. You're like, did I do that? But did it I think that? wasn't. Yeah, did you go like? <laughs> what? Yeah, she's standing behind. That. She's standing behind Kerr, so it just looks like from Kerr's chest a fireball came out. She's like, yeah. Kerr. What? Yeah. Yeah, Kerr. And she right. was like, like, she really was like, you know, all tucked back in the feathers when it looked at her so it was as well, so she's barely visible. I mean, if you were, if you were on Kerr's back, like, Yoda-style, like, that would be, that would be a, a very nice image, rather than more sort of infantilized in the front in the papoose. So it's yep. sending off fireballs. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, dear. Aerial support. Ala, Brina, and Kerr, the dream team. Uh, top of the round, Brucon. Right. Uh, Brucon... Uh, looks and uh, sees that the the, um, the the smoke clears and and Brucon can see Malar locked in the, a death grip with um, this, this here dumbass. How uh, distance wise, what are we looking at here, Jack? Uh, distance between you and the and that lot, you can reach there. That's uh, straight line, thirty five feet, I think. Cool. Thirty. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, Brucon's gonna leap over, leap dynamically over the intervening scenery. That's 30 and, feet to get there. And he is going to open up on this guy because he is um, he's attacking the dispensary of hit points. So, uh, the we'll bringer have of sweets. Two... Yeah, indeed. Mum! Mum! 
You get your hands off my bum! Um, and mm -hmm. so we've got two Man attacks with a, two attacks with a cookery. Yep. Uh, oh dear. Well, one's a natural one, and the other is a thirteen. Uh, unfortunately, both miss. Yeah. I've noticed as you go to the stri uh, strike at this time, these long black robes and a uh, purpley uh, cloak <clears throat> with a red trim along with uh, breastplate armor, but it's very crude, but, well, to the untrained eye, it's very crude. For you, uh, Vrukon, this there is some ingenuity behind the construction of this breastplate, um, but it's it's unlike any design that you've come across in your travels, and, you know, in Burakrin, particularly in, in Rundar, the capital, it's a melting pot of different cultures, and you've never seen anything quite like this in its design. Yeah, yeah, this is an outside context robe. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, this is slightly meta, but um, to be fair, I've, like there's shenanigans afoot, so I feel like it's still a reasonable response. So Brucon is going to spend a key point to uh, Blurry of Flows. So two more attacks against this guy. Mm -hmm. That's better. Uh, so we have a 17 and a 22. Uh, both hits. Excellent. And uh, Brucon is going to immediately spend another key point for Stunning Strike. Um, so, uh, then uh, so it's a whist, what, what, what save is it, sorry? For... It's a constitution saving throw with a DC of 14. Okay. Constitution say. Indeed. Oh, wow. oh, excellent. That's a fail. Splendid. Uh, yes. can I get advantage, if that was the first attack, can I get advantage on the second one just in case I get a crit? Uh, or do you want to roll them? Do you want to roll uh, them simultaneous? Well, because it's flurry of blows, and you've rolled them both already. I'll, uh, yeah, I would say yeah, that's fine. Let, yeah, let's go it that way because you've then declared no, stunning cool. afterwards. Yeah, sure, sure. Fair. No, that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's when you hit with a melee weapon attack, but and you, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's fine. How? Uh, okay, so it's stunned, and I'm gonna roll two d six and add eight. Uh, it takes eighteen damage. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And then, because I've flown at blows and I'm drunk, uh, that gives me an extra 10 feet of movement. So, Brucon's going to slide around to the back. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. crisscross and other bits Everybody, grab your hands. Right, <laughs> you do and the cha-cha slide that. into the back of the creature, yeah. Cha-cha real smooth. And that's Brucon's turn. Does it let go of Mala now it's stunned? Um, ooh, I, I think it. I think it does. Yeah, I think it's stunned. It would be, Incapacitated. It would, yeah, I would have thought yeah. it would have dropped the uh, the grapple. That's it's logical. I don't, I don't know what the rules say, but as far as I'm concerned, that makes sense. So that's what we're going for. Yeah. The condition grappled ends if the grappler is incapacitated. Stunned. Excellent. There we go. So even the rules say it's fine, but even if they didn't, I'm saying it makes sense. So this works. Let's do it. Yay! Oh, it's grapple. So it's grapple drops, and it's goes a bit so the tentacles go a bit limp around you Mala which given your appendage uh, on your face you're aware of what this means uh, it's loosened its grip sounds so wrong <laughs> everything I say sounds wrong when I say it because my phrasing choice is you know slightly bawdy so anyway um, <laughs> moving on if I was, um, if I was print screening every time Marshall made a no, that's wrong face made the what the fuck Marshall would, face my, my yep. hard drive would rapidly be full and it's quite large mm -hmm. 
Excellent. Good, good. Keep those. We should have a montage one time, maybe maybe for Christmas. Uh, next up is Seth. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> cool. Facing I'm going down to the, pat, uh... the, pat the uh, fire off me. And yep. I'm going to walk up to it. Um, can I get... Oh, I don't need flanking. It's stunned. But I'm just... just going to walk up to it. Um, one slight thing there, Seth. I missed it with, with Brucon because I, I forgot there was a lot of things going on. But uh, as you walk away, this the uh, brain it can also uh, get an attack of opportunity against you. Uh... It's alive. It's alive. The brain's alive. The brain hasn't been killed yet. It's still cool. there. Cool. Go for uh, it. Anyway, it's a... Kept alive with experimental science. It was outside of the blast. Nice. Unfortunately, you were... <laughs> Excellent um... work. Uh, 18 to hit. Miss. What? Because my AC is 19 now. Oh, yeah, because you've got your shield equipped now, haven't you? Because I've got a shield, so as I'm walking away, Damn it, shield up. Yeah, Seth, Seth walks away from the brain, it goes to attack him, and he literally just runs straight in the face. I, I think it's more like... Like, where it's yeah, flat. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And it then would, would I'm going move. to, as I walk towards it, I'm going to point towards him, and as my bonus action, I'm going to cast Hexblade's Curse on him. All right. That's that just works, doesn't it? You don't, I don't need to roll for that, right? Yeah, nothing for that. It just it just goes on him like hex. So there's yeah, Hexblade so. Curse. And there I don't is know just if goes a like for it. I assume it's shadowy, sort of cursey looking. I would say, uh, uh, yeah, there was there's a slightly marine, uh, uh, marine, aquamarine quality to it, uh, but yes, shadowy. Seeing that, Neris just does a, a Wesley Snipes in Blade Runner kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and as I go up to him, I'm going to start to cast. Wesley Snipes is in Blade Runner. I need to Wesley watch. Is it? Is it Wesley Snipes? <laughs> Whatever is the Blade Runner, Blade, not Blade Runner. Oh, Thank Blade! You. Yeah, I was, I was one thinking, was one word one too much. I'm sorry. That's okay. Some, okay. Mother, some motherfucking boy going to cast. Yeah. I'm going to cast booming blade again. Yep. So my sword is again shaking with this electrical thunder energy, and I'm going to stab him through uh, the brain. Quick question. Uh, so, the, Hexblade's curse is a bonus action. Yeah. Cool. Fine. Go ahead. Hit him with that booming blade. So. And that's a nineteen on. That's a nineteen on the dice, which with hexblade, is a crit. Oh yeah! Another great benefit of hexblade. Okay, so you do crit, and equally you had advantage anyway because he was stunned, right? So you roll. I heard you roll multiple dice. So that's all good because elven accuracy. Yeah, all oh, the things. <laughs> Go ahead. I rolled all three. Yep. yep. That's a lot of ones. Oh, what a shame. Oh, what? Do all the damage. 13. 28 on the dice. Plus 8 for my dex and hex blade. So 28 plus 8, 36. 28, 36 damage, yeah. Wait, no, right. It's with mostly ones. <laughs> Apparently so. Describe to us how you three, uh, three, dispatched. Three ones and two twos. The rest were high. 
Describe to us how you uh, uh, dispatch the, as we, as you guys have guessed, Mind Flayer. I'm going to stab him through the brain to make sure that no brains come out and then realize that my sleeve is still on that fire, damn it. There's so many brains in this brain. And, oh, he died, didn't he? So I get four HP back from my cursed <laughs> targets being dead. <laughs> Congratulations, James. You have, you have successfully found a way to make rogues even more nonsense by adding Warlock to powers to them. Yeah. Good oh, work. my lord. I'm, I'm now done. I, I have not, I have, I, Are you? Good. I don't I think you're the only one who's done here, to be, to be fair. <laughs> Still got to get that brain. There's still yep. a little brain scuttling around. Oh yeah, around. there's something for us to fight. Neris, it's you next. And there is a... You can see this this brain muted. with legs. You're muted. You're muted. Mar Marty, you're muted. You're a muted, you little... Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Pesky um, little... Is that within line there. of sight? It is in line of sight, isn't it? Yeah. Excellent. I'm just trying to see where the safe zone is because I am trying to be better about barbecuing my teammates. Um, that's that's, yeah, that's very nice. me for that that's now. Gross. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's really grossed out by this brain and just doesn't want any gross creatures near her. So she's going to cast again as our scorcher. Okay. Uh, a second level. So on it. Um, and hopefully gets more of the corpse that it was in, because I'm guessing it's within fire what's range. The, what's the save on that? Uh, one second. Uh, 14 dex save. Ooh, fails. Yes! Yes! Lost some more damage. 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 Damage, darling. Okay, so it's 3d8 now. Alright, I need one more. So that is 10. Uh, 10 damage. 10 damage. Second level. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, so you do so. Uh, and with that, uh, you barbecue the brain and you can smell it's like slightly it's like crackle? beef cooking. Yeah, there's a bit of a sizzle. Like beef? <laughs> a little bit of a beefy smell. A beefy brain. Yeah. Just, just, no. She just, she, she just shakes her head and at everything that just happens in that cave. And all of you uh, also hear as this, as this thing is barbecued, uh, you hear um, a, a, telepathically ringing in all of your ears, uh, you hear a scream out like, <laughs> and then it kind of dies away. And with that, we're back. Loving the full sensory experience we're getting here. We've got smell vision We've got uh, mm. the, the the sound effects. This is. Mm -hmm. I'm so, so pleased that you have everything. That's 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 what we're after. Nera says. Um, in game world. So, next time some random things asking for help, we don't. <laughs> we don't help it. I this agree. Is not... I stare at Mala. Oh no. Come. No. It is. I, no. Miss Nair. But no. I, oh, no. Oh, but Miss just, Nair just, is so. I no. don't think that's particularly the the lesson we should learn from this. Leo, I am on fire. 
Okay. Yes, we should definitely put you at the front along with uh, looks at the damage dealers like Neris and uh, Brina, and then the rest of us can hang back. Oh, uh, uh, Brucon can go forward as well. No. I'm sorry, Seth. That's okay, Brina. Thank you for apologizing. <laughs> Seth's like, Lana, you're too you adorable, I can't say <laughs> Malani, <laughs> you have something to say to the group? Now, Mr. Kosef, I am uh, a representative of the aid. It is my uh, jurisdiction. In fact, it is my uh, obligation to help those that are in need. Uh, this then can you I help not me? Aware. Well, while Malar tries to spin this uh, situation, Brucon's going to uh, have a little cast around to see if there's anything uh, distinctive or interesting beyond the terrifying brain-eating monster thingy. And and Neris goes over, just shaking her head, but does a little mending on, uh, on on Malar. Yeah, you can go over. And... I don't know why I'm moving does the figures. Does that make you feel obliged? Does that make Neris? Does that make Neris team cool aunt? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, it, this is my way of showing forgiveness for this fluster cluck. So as you guys uh, are sort of get, yeah gathering yourselves back together um, with it, as it all goes quiet uh, after this brief encounter with alien beings, um, yeah, Brucon, you said you wanted to look around the place. You can either do perception or investigation. It's up to you. It's definitely going to be perception. Now, every single time you dangle a perception test in front of me, I am uh, I find myself um, caught on the on the, the the horns of a dilemma, and that was disturbing. Um, a brain just emerged from a dead monk, and I, and Brucon quite likes the the, the Aracocker and monks, mm-hmm. um, so he's in a in a vulnerable space. So I'm going to do something super dumb, but to be fair, that is kind of Brucon's um, whole deal. It's it's imbalance so, with the universe, um, or his inner his yeah. inner sense of the balance. So Brucon lo- looks down at the horrifying visage before him, shudders, uh, and in a moment of weakness pulls out the little pouch that um, Lady... Uh, <gasps> yeah, Greta Grouse, yeah. Yeah. Grouse, and when, I mean, if there's if there's ever been a time for this, uh, it's now, and uh, takes a, sn- a, a, a... pulls out a, a banknote, rolls it up, um, taps some of the dust out, and then does a <laughs> full-on snoot of uh, the Fallen Stardust, or one yes. new, one, one charge of it. Yep. Uh, now I think it says on there the what you got to do there, right? That... So uh, it, ma- it makes uh, it gives me advantage on perception and yep. all dexterity checks for the next ten minutes. And does um, it say anything about um, any negative side effects? I can't remember if I wrote it. Yes, it does. But we haven't got there yet, Jack. Don't Don't worry, I'm fully aware of the negative effects. Just because I just because I don't have the notes out for it, because it's been such a long time. I'm like ah. No, no, I've, I've got it. I've got them right here. I know exactly uh, how this could go wrong, and it probably will. Uh, anyway, in the meantime, this perception check. Uh, You've got now good advantage, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, his his I'm senses glad I did are. That. You see, almost cartoon-like. His pupils dilate as soon as he uh, takes this uh, yeah. dust. <laughs> yeah, Brucon like kind of. Brucon shudders for a moment and then quietly says under his voice, "I can see through time," uh, and then. <laughs> 
and then rolls a 19 on his perception check, thanks to the advantage. Uh, apologies for those who missed the very beginning of the stra- uh, of this stream, but uh, there was a warning that there may be hard drug use in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it should be any time Brucon's here. Um, anyway, yeah, so 19. Uh, 19, all right. Almost like putting on night vision goggles, you hear that 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 very high pitched sound, or, yeah. or like a you know camera uh, flash yeah. uh, battery charging. <laughs> Looking around the place, heightened awareness of the place. The uh, as you look around the wreckage, um, you uh, again you're seeing these bodies now a lot more. Well, the fires have started up again for one thing, which is amazing. I mean, God, well, I mean, look how the, the flames flicker in the in the light of the, the, the wind that comes into this cave, and you can hear somebody approaching from the outside. That's how quickly and how intensely these thoughts are coming towards you, and these these this awareness is coming towards you, and you think you can hear a voice very far off away from you, or is it inside your brain? I don't know how close it is, but it's, it, there's a voice there anyway. Um, all right. Um, you can hear you can hear somebody coming up from outside the cave. Uh, uh, Brucon's yeah. head turns unnaturally fast uh, in the direction, um, and he says, "Guys, there's someone coming! Someone's coming right now!" So Leobrin and Brino, you're the closest to the entrance. So you turn around. Um, I would I would imagine it being told this by by Brucon. Correct me if I'm wrong. As much here. as she can. Sorry, Brina, you will be turning around because Kerr's turning around. Um, so yeah. <laughs> you, um, unfortunately, you're kind of railroaded into this. Um, yep. Uh, anyway, Leobrin, you're first to see, um, but you see the uh, the diminutive form of uh, I, again. I'm doing the figures, and you can't see that. Why am I doing that? Um, of uh, of your gnomish friend Bantam quickly uh, approaching the uh, approaching the cave. He says, "Oh, what is this? I can smell some uh, beef cooking uh, on the." And then as he rounds the corner, "Oh my, oh my dear, what on earth is going on here?" Uh, what uh, have you been up to here? Uh, you don't by any chance have like a small brain creature living in your head that isn't your brain? No, but I have eaten the brains of certain creatures. Okay, no, this one yeah. is a brain. It's uh, and like the oh. will gesture to the <laughs> intellect of our on the floor. Also, oh, that is ridiculous. Uh, I've not seen anything like this before. Um, Brucon I, like materializes directly in front of Bantam and kind of like looks him <laughs> really intensely in the eyes and goes, "I think he's telling the truth, you guys. It's okay. I think he's fine." And then oh. shoots off again. <laughs> oh, Brucon's just giggling at how Brucon is acting. Uh, uh, and Bantam kind of. Uh, with a little smirk, leans over to Brina and goes, it looks like uh, someone has been at the uh, Fallen Stardust. Uh, is uh, popular mm-hmm. amongst the more higher classes uh, in uh, in Larandas. Uh, well, he's just really cool. I don't think I he do not know anything. where he would have got <laughs> such uh, a pure powder. It is quite hard to come by. Point oh. of order, kids. Drugs are not cool. Anyway, um... <laughs> Brucon would like to inspect the meteor remains as well, sure. see if there's anything going on in that sort of general vicinity. Well, yeah. Um, can I give him a hand? You can both in- investigate or investigate with advantage, Brucon. I'm, I'm going to trust super perceptive Brucon with advantage. Uh, yeah, 12, unfortunately, because investigation. I, no, super perceptive Brucon with advantage. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's investigation, uh, it's investigation to, to search the rubble. Um, but uh, but even, even still, even still, you do find um, 
What takes your attention uh, most of all is uh, this very pure uh, rock. It's almost like glass in how you know it's it's transparent. It's uh, well formed, almost spherical, um, and uh, it's as you go to touch it, very hot to the touch. Um, you immediately pull your hands away, but the, it, it's magnificence in how pure it is compared to everything else around you, which is, you know, more like charcoal and burned rubber. This, this doesn't seem to have been uh, affected at all by the uh, explosion and everything else that's happened in this cave. It's, you know, it, it's, it seems like a precious uh, stone of some variety. Brucom turns to Seth and, and goes, Seth, 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 yeah, Seth, yeah, Seth, yeah, 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 I think this is valuable. I think this is worth a lot of money, Seth. I think you could. I think we could be rich. I mean, I am rich, but you could be rich too. We could be rich friends together. We could be rich. I love this plan. I I don't know why I'm so hyped now as well. But yeah, let's. What are we taking? You forgot to tell me what it was. Brucon punches. Brucon starts punching the stuff. <laughs> pushing, punching yeah. all the rubble out of the way. I, I think I can punch it to pieces, and then we can take it and sell it and make lots of money, and just starts punching it. Uh, okay. I'm uh, so in. Why am I so hyped? The best bit is none of this. None of this is anything to do with the negative side effects. This is just me having fun. This, this is just you are peeing it, and I'm here for it. Um, so I'm going to give you inspiration, uh, uh, <laughs> However, you do take nine points of fire damage from your repeated punching of a very hot yep. object, that and your sense. hands now have blisters <laughs> all over them. That's fine. Uh, yeah. That's, that's future Brucon's problem. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, it, and what's but Seth? It's, a, it's like Brucon can't even feel it, and you for a moment think, has he multiclassed into a barbarian? I'm the only one allowed to multiclass. What is this? So, and then I've, silence. I've completely lost track. What, what, what are we taking out? Uh, it's, so it's a, a precious stone. Spheric, it's almost spherical. Um, it's like glass in that it's completely transparent. Um, as you pick it up, it's kind of grey. Uh, yeah, so it's grey, but see through. Should we ask Brina and Leo? They're smarter and more magical than we are. Oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. They are, they, yeah, they're the magic people. Brina, come and look yeah, at this. Um, I'm kind of tied up here. Uh, <laughs> Kerr, Kerr, come and let Brina look at this. Uh, and quietly, uh, in your ear, Brina, Kerr goes, I'm not sure we should trust him right now. We should probably stay here. I mean, he, he's just excited he found something. I'm sure it's fine. I saw him do something, which didn't, and he's been acting strangely since. What did he do? He, um, he took a, a substance of some kind. Oh, he drinks all the Nick. time. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it was a powder of some kind. He took it up his nose, whatever it was. So that's what that guy was talking about. I didn't get it. Okay. Um, well, then I want to make sure he's okay. Could you bring me there, please? Uh, okay. Hesitantly brings you Brina's got this really... Brina's got this really adorable way of just, like, railroading straight <laughs> down. I absolutely love it. It's just like, well, you make some excellent points, but on the other hand, what if we tried this? I mean, she has 20 intellect. I tried to kind of make her clever. Oh, I love it. <laughs> She seems to always get her own way. What is this? Uh, okay, yep, yeah, he takes you over there. 
Okay. You're now um, addressing Brucon at face level because of your now increased height. In fact, you're looking down on him slightly, which is a bizarre experience for you. Hi, Brucon. I'm up here. <laughs> look, look. Hi, Bruno. <laughs> what you want to show at, me? Look at this. And Brucon holds the, the uh, Brucon like gestures to the the, the object. Uh, Bruno can't identify. <laughs> Brino, why would you do this? You stitch me up. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, okay, you identified this, uh, so you cast identify on the item. Uh, let me... I do. One second. Uh... <laughs> also, Brucon, what what did you just take? Oh, Jack, you looking spell up the spell or are you looking up the item? Both. <laughs> okay. The, the spell will tell you. Pretty much everything about it, except if it's cursed. You don't have to tell us if it's cursed. Identify doesn't do that. Ah, oh, yes, yes. If it, if it is a magic item or some other magic-imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them. Fantastic, great. So, what you do... Yeah, like, whether it requires so attunement and how This item, yeah. I can't give you a name because it doesn't have a name, or at least not a name that you'd understand. Um, but this item, uh, it appears to be... Uh, it is some kind of navigation tool. Uh, it's a magically imbued object, and it seems that uh, it is also it's like it, it's a navigation tool and a power core. It it's like a battery that powers uh, and uh, a particular, uh, I guess, mechanical could be a mechanical creation. It could be uh, some other inorganic um, vehicle. You're not you know you, you it's hard to decipher exactly what it would be used for. You just understand what it is from the spell okay so that that thing we just killed it came crashing down in this meteor right yeah that's what happened so yeah, i think right. he did that on purpose i think this was kind of like his vessel and he used this to navigate and that's what probably powered this thing i think because that, that's what it looks like that's cool right. Yeah. That's really cool. You're really smart, Brina. Thank you. What did you just snort? Oh, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, it's, it's the stuff called Fallen Powder. I was given it by uh, Lady Greta Grouse uh, in, uh, as, as, as thanks for helping her out uh, when we uh, fought werewolves with her uh, and then she became a werewolf, but it was okay for reasons that I don't really understand now I think about it. But anyway, it doesn't matter. And it's fine. It just makes me perceive all of time. Okay. And you feel good? I feel amazing. And you're okay? And yes. Okay. Okay, I think I, he's fine. Thanks for asking, uh, though, Brina. You're, you're so kind. I'm so looking forward to the come down. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I think it's about eight minutes away. So, so this is some kind of navigation and power core, did you say? And for the ship? I think that's Do... what it was. We thought it was just a meteor, but given that this was in here, it seems to be a bit more of a vessel. Do we, do we think we can uh, repurpose the vessel? Perhaps. I mean, at the very least, flying down the cliff will be a lot easier than trying to make the same journey we just did. Considering yeah, that it crashed, I don't think I want to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
we can uh, make it work. Are we sure that this thing crashed here on purpose? Uh, even if it could be flown? No. I mean, I fly. I don't crash into mountains. That's a good point. I, I, I wasn't expecting us to just climb in and fly it. There was a, a sort of repair part. Like, I mean, th this crystal is not inside it. I imagine it should go inside. Ah, like if your wing is broken. Yes. Yes. Perhaps we, we heal it heal. rather than putting them down. Uh, <laughs> does anyone have any experience on rock flying? <laughs> well, there was that one time. Name of the no, episode, but, rock flying. <laughs> no, but we thing. also, you know... How much does identify give me? Would I know? <laughs> we can uh, all do magic. No, you, you, you know what the item does. It wouldn't give you any... You, you couldn't no. speculate about whatever vessel, if there was indeed a vessel. <laughs> Yeah. If you want to try and fly this, I'm just going to check the Arakrocker bodies for other brains and stuff. Um, while Seth is doing that, Mala will slap on a, a second level cure. That's what Why don't I just turn them into ash instead? Because that was yeah, just I think stuff. Yeah, but brains. But stuff. Fine. We get stuff, man. I will, will stab the brains on any bodies that are left. Check the bodies, and then you can barbecue them if you want. When when Seth says barbecue, Brina kind of winces. She feels really bad about what she did. Mm -hmm. Oh well, it is uh, almost uh, lunchtime. I guess it is a good time to. Uh... Have a, a meal of some variety. Do we have time? Oh, uh, no, I, I, I guess the time is uh, of the essence. Yeah, can we, uh, sorry, can we just do that? Uh, oh, yes, of course, you can do a survival, survival check, please. Says the gnome? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's transcended. He's now become the DM. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Eleven. Eleven. Uh, okay. So, what was it you were looking for exactly? Just uh, amongst uh, the rooms. I'm searching. I'm searching the bodies. Searching the bodies. Ah, yes. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, the, well, the Aracocra have um, that. Just there um, seem to have traveled pretty light. Obviously. You know they're not far from their home. They um, are carrying um, a. One of them's carrying. Uh, it looks like a, a baton, a, a baton, but uh, I would I would guess a conventional. Uh, it would be like a like a nightstick. You know, a police baton with the uh, kind of the right angle and then the long truncheon, um, made entirely of wood uh, and it's uh, lacquered wood, uh, which Brucon you would recognise as a tonfer. Oh my god! Are we at like? Are they? Are they the police of this? Because if so, we're at a police crime scene, and we've just done drugs. This is not going well for us. <laughs> um, the uh, one of we? the others has uh, has a sigh, so you know, like a curved uh, small yeah, sword. Yeah, I know a sigh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the third one is carrying a, a nunchaku, or nunch yeah, nunchuck. The ancient heart of nunchaku. Nunchaku. Um. Oh, Brucon's Brucon's really fun right now. Brucon. Why don't you try these? Uh, ooh, hello. 
uh, um, uh, Brukon kind of zips over um, again at full speed and, and kind of peers yeah. excitedly at them uh, and, and goes, look! And um, and he tries to attach the um, the tonfar to the nunchaku um, and starts doing like uh, cutters. Uh, you can make a sleight of hand check. I'll give you advantage because of your manic state. Yes. I turn to Mallow. Natural twenty. <laughs> and the other Mallow, roll was a nine. The other roll was a nineteen. Brucon is now officially a drug addict. This is how he rolls this, at all what times. These dice. These I, I completely forgive Mallow for this. This is great. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, given your uh, given your your background, Brucon, uh, not so not only your martial arts training, but your rather uh, fortunate upbringing, shall we say? Uh, you manage to not only rapidly nunchuck uh, around the uh, tonfer, but you basically arrange it so it looks kind of like a bow tie. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, Brucon goes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just hold him, it's like weird, and, weird-ass puppet uh, made of martial arts weapons. And yeah. uh, by the way, Jack, the uh, the magic uh, time frame uh, on the Fallen Stardust is ten minutes. I'm yeah. guessing we're a bit about three or four in at Yeah, the you're, you're almost at the halfway stage, I'd say, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, I'm coming down! Not yet. Cool, so uh, I get uh, Nunchaku and, which is, uh, you, I believe they, uh, the rules... Basically, uh, it basically would be like a club, so uh, just yeah. a martial arts weapon, so it would be, what, a 1d6 now with your level. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, um, powerful. No, but that's fine. Yeah, and, uh, and the Psy as well, same, because that would be like, I think, uh, a Scythe, I think. Uh, I would, or a, yeah, a dagger, uh, anyway. Sure, yeah, we'll go with dagger. I think sides marshals. Let's uh, no, no, except no. I, I, maybe short swords. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You could just, just either way. It's, it's a one d six now, anyway, because of your level. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's say short sword because daggers are thrown, and it doesn't sound like this thing can be thrown. Uh, I mean, I mean, in real life, size is a blunt weapon. I'm I'm thinking of the side. If I said the wrong thing. You yeah, suck. So- Size, size, size are not. Size, size are like three prong, three prong yeah. blunt weapon. They're not blunt. They're stab, they're for stab. No, no, they're they're flat on the end. Okay. They're... Oh, but they are essentially. Sorry, but no. Oh, sorry. We're talking the size. What? Um, eh, Electra. Raphael's right. And Raphael. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, in fairness, in those depictions, you would still use them as daggers. So they are daggers. You can yeah, but that's that's because the. The, yeah. Those animations don't know what the size. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah. it's fantasy, guys. Whatever. You can throw this; it's fine. Whatever. It's, it's okay, fine. I'll just go You've with got it. a I'll just throwable, cool-looking dagger. Like, yeah, we'll forget the, the realism for this. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I won't get. They're we very, they're very cool, real you weapons. Could disarm, you could that you could use them to disarm people. Yeah. Like, we won't get into that stuff. Yeah, okay. you put a side to someone's temple and they're out. They're gone. They're gone. They're dead. Um, but Do the tonfa uh, is interesting. So we'll, we'll get to that later. But it's essentially a club for now. Yeah, re- remind. It may come up later on. Um, actually, sorry, you were saying, James. So I was just say, uh, guys, do we need anything else from here, or should we head up the manticore? Uh, I guess we should head up probably uh and yeah we can we can always come back um 
what, what are we doing with the what are we doing with the orb? What are we going to do with the orb? Are we taking the orb? Have we got the orb? Has somebody got the orb? Are you asking about the orb? The orb, yes, the orb. The orb. Which orb? This orb. What are we doing? About what? <laughs> Brookon kind of looks at Seth. Like with a, there's a pause. Brookon looks to Seth and then goes, "Yes," and then pulls out a pulls out a bag or something and, and tries to stow the orb. Well, I, I would be happy to take the uh, orb uh, for for safekeeping uh, if you would like. Brookon looks at Bantam, looks at the orb, does repeats seven or eight times, and then hands it hands it over. Oh, you will not regret this. Uh, thank you, uh, and place it over. So, um, shall we continue to the area? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Brookon runs out. Brookon runs out of the fissure. I sense. That Drugs. Evil presence has gone. Brugon, you hear this first in your mind. Oh. Oh. Uh, followed, by the, followed shortly by the rest of you, but milliseconds ahead of everyone else, Brugon, you hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, who? that sounds like the, that sounds like the master. Yes. You should find me. I am not far. You must get to the third test of the path. I am in hiding. I cannot give myself away. But if you find me there, perhaps there is hope for the eerie after all. At least he's on the way. The soundtrack to this conversation provided by DK is quite interesting. Brilliant. <laughs> clang, clang, clang. If you can bang what? Right. I apologise, I'm getting, I'm getting cheese. It's oh, absolutely <laughs> cheese. <laughs> <laughs> need some opioids. Get nobody, some nobody here will begrudge you the need for mm -hmm. cheese, DK. Yeah. I constantly have a need for cheese. I feel feel the need, the need for cheese. Yeah. It's plugging in my veins. <laughs> Right. It was just—it was such a—it was such a like moment, and it was just punctuated by crunch, <laughs> thud, moving. Just looking around, around and seeing everyone <laughs> smiling whilst I'm saying this, rather than going, "What?" Yeah, stop this advanced the plot nonsense, honey. Cheese, baby. I have unmuted you, DK. <laughs> I apologise. I should have. I should have muted. No, you're absolutely fine. Uh, and Brucon uh, rotates on the spot a couple of times and then looks back at the others and goes, Do you guys hear that? We should go. We should move up. We should go to the path and then find the guy and then rescue everyone from the manticles and then we'll be heroes. Hooray! What did you hear? Are you hearing voices in your head, Brucon? Yes. Another way that we're... You, you and me, buddy. What? You and me, Seth. What did, we're, we're... What, did, what did they say to you? We didn't hear anything. I think I think his name is not far, but I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, no, it's the master, Ma Master Talon. I thought, oh, damn I, it. I thought she was missing. I, I thought she had maybe been killed, but it appears maybe she is alive. We we did all hear that, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, yeah. but I wanted to. Find I hear a lot of things. Ah, uh, okay. 
that you've been hearing a lot this episode in particular. <laughs> so telepathic much. voices, another telepathic voice, but is this one a good one or a bad one? Because the last one was definitely yeah. bad. Well, I understand this one. That's a promising start. Uh, DM, could you just remind me for a sec? Because um, I don't want to meta. Does, do I recall correctly that Brina knows that the master might have her potion? she's seeking as far as your yeah as far as Brina's aware she right? might have yeah. it yes uh, or, because okay. yeah as far as Brina knows what she's been told by her uh, by by her clan was that they they stole the potion effectively they took it and didn't pay for it right yeah yeah just remembering if that was my knowledge or hers it's been a while canon <laughs> yes yeah. that's check. that's the story that you've been told so yeah Let's go find your master while we're all in tip-top fighting shape as I look uh, at holes in my jacket. Well, we got to get past uh, the uh, three of the trials first. Up the path. I mean, so I'll be fine because I can fly there, but the rest of you might have more of a problem. Uh, oh, those those wind gusts were not one of the tests? Uh, no, that was, that was before the path. I, I've never come across that before. Well, I very slowly I'm just flying. start trudging out the cave like this. Let's go. So the first trial you have to uh, is is, is uh, it's more of a uh, it's like a tunnel. You have to crawl through the tunnel space, uh, or you can try and climb round. But I really would not advise it because the rocks are very uh, uh, they have been assembled very delicately, and one false move and they could all fall, and you don't want that. How, uh, how big is this tunnel, would you say, Kerr? Friend of Kerr? Uh, Best buddy? I can't think how long it would be. It seemed like, it seemed how like miles, because I was crawling the whole way. How wide? How wide? Oh, and wide! And we all look oh. at Mala. Ah, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty tight, but it, I could easily, f- I, I could fit with my wings pinned back. It wasn't a problem. What about for him? And point to Mala. Could you lie down for a second? Oh, well, uh, okay. Just lie down. And, uh, maybe with some encouragement? I am not going behind Mala. As I said, uh, it's probably better to go through the tunnel than to climb over it. Especially if people are going through, you don't want to climb on top in case it collapses. Let's okay, get, let's get there and see if Malar can fit. Yeah. Sounds good. So you begin your ascent up the path. Um, note, you notice uh, even at this stage, the air starts to thin as you continue your ascent. It's a pretty long wind, uh, path that just winds round the uh, the perimeter of the mountain kind of you know, spirals up, but uh, it's uh, you notice after a, about an hour's travel, um, just okay. The, the so it's starting to thin up here. Okay, so before an hour passes, Brucon has a, a a roll he needs to make. In fact, within the first five minutes of you guys yeah. setting off, Brucon starts to feel the crunch, and you need to make a was it a wisdom save? It's a wisdom saving throw with a DC of fifteen. Cannot for the life of me tell you whether I want Brucon to pass this or not. Let's find out what the <laughs> dice have to say about it. 
Well, that is a natural one! Oh boy. Do you have. No, there are yes. numbers in the middle. There are no, numbers are. in the middle, Bart. Lies. Lies and slander. There are I, feel like, I feel like it's there because is. of the effect of the drugs that you are just very extreme right now. And there exists only two numbers. Before the drugs. I, numbers, I, I can help before. if you want. I'd quite like it not to be a natural one. I mean, the other I'll option use, is a nut. I can, I can use... Yeah. Oh, oh, you've got your... Oh, man. Um... Uh, it, your portability, can you apply that to other people or is that just anything, including your roles, actually? Yeah, to be to be like portent, applying portent for this feels uh, wrong, and honestly, I'm absolutely fine with the, okay. the negative effects of this. So, oh, Run is, <laughs> is now addicted to fallen stardust. No, that's, that's... wait, no, I'm cool with that. Your Rukon was, was, was uh, he's fun. Um, yeah, so um, so for subsequent uses, neither uh, DC 10 constitution ah. check. Yeah, I've got, I've got it up wouldn't, now. I... Wouldn't work anyway. Oh? You have, you have to replace it before it's rolled. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so you can't wait for a yeah. roll and go, no, it needs to be good. You have, <laughs> you to, go, right. <laughs> you have to go, this needs to be good right. before we roll it. Anyway, Brucon is now addicted to Thanks. Fallen Stardust. There are no immediate effects of becoming addicted, addicted to it. Um... But if I come to use it again, and I think he, I, I think I can say with some confidence that I'm gonna, um, mm-hmm. yep. things could things could Head's get addiction. interesting. There's, to be fair, what's nice about Fallen Stardust is it's not like crazy broken, but pretty it is good, and the downside is not like it, it can be quite bad, but you have to go through quite a lot of bad dice rolls um, in order to wind up there. So um, you might say it's, it's quite a well crafted like item. <laughs> sorry i missed that jack sorry i was just stroking my ego don't mind me um jack um, was saying how well designed it was yes no it's very good uh you know i'm interested I'm, I'm, I'm just joking see but you've said all these things and i'm like so it's a challenge noted yes <laughs> basically my reaction as well i think that genuinely anytime jack's asked me to make a perception check for a good six months now, if not longer. There's been a little voice in my head going, "Do the drugs, Bob? Do the drugs?" Do the and I've drugs. resisted. <laughs> I resisted the really because they're bad kids. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. Very bad kids. Don't do drugs. Yes. And you're going to see with Rukon, drug who's relationship. Now addicted to it's this like, oh yeah, drug. I've got the best product. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it, it could be worse. Drugs are bad, but this is why we play role-playing games. You can do them <laughs> in games. Some would say this is a drug. So Rukon comes down and is now. Much uh, is now not manic Brucon, um, and is, in fact, he looks a bit like a normal now as well. And the, yeah, he's, you yeah, notice a little... the air change more uh, apparently than everyone else does. Yeah, anyway, meanwhile, the trial. So, you uh, <clears throat> so you get you ascend, uh, continue climbing, uh, until up ahead of you, you can see, um, as Kerr described, it's like uh, a series of very large rocks, kind of like rubble. But there's a a uh, large enough crawl space underneath it. It looks like at a push you could get two uh, two creatures like side by side squeezing through there. Um, but you you probably want one at a time really if that's where you wanted to go through. The um, the rocks themselves uh, look to be piled up maybe 12 to 15 feet high. So if you wanted to go over them, you could just climb up the rubble. Um, but you don't know how long. That obviously continues on from this angle you can't really see. 
<laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I suppose me, on the grounds that I've, I've got a pretty good chance of getting through it, we could, um, I'm sure we could um, organise something to uh, help Malar get through with, you know, maybe tying some rope to hit to my waist and then I can pull him. But also, uh, if I come out, I'm, I'm small uh, and unlike Brina, um, I'm not delicate. So uh, if, if, if there's some stuff going down on the other side, it seems to make the most sense for me to be the, the one absorbing it. Definitely. So, monk, monk masters first. So, Mallard, what, what, what? How, how is this looking to you? Do we, do we need to uh, do we need some help pulling, being pulled through, or something? Can I take a look at the uh, the aperture? See how big that. Sure. Make a perception. Is this going to be a triumph? <clears throat> yeah. How how big of an issue is this going to be? Do you want to roll, or is this just something I can go? Um, I'd say make a perception check just to try and gauge it. Perception. Uh, that's going to be, I think, it's going to be a non natural 20. Yep, non natural. When you pause, when you paused after non natural, I was like, are you going to say one? <laughs> <laughs> a non-natural one it's like as a cleric wisdom perception okay uh no no non-natural 20 fine um okay so from what you can tell um yes it would be a bit of a squeeze for you but um it looks like you could get through it what what i think you find more uh what what le leads you to kind of feel more cautious and apprehensive about entering it is the precarious nature of how these how these rocks seem to be be lying there and you can even see like the crawl space you know it's just just peering into it you can see that again all of these kind of it seems the rocks are only are held by their own the way they've fallen to create this crawl space it doesn't seem like it's been dug out and so one wrong move and you could see a, a cave-in or a collapse of that crawl space which is quite worrying oh now <clears throat> mr brucon i would advocate that maybe you do go first and uh then maybe um should be Everybody else but me, and then and then I uh, ooh, well, I will uh, I will come up last, uh, Mr. Leobrin. I would advocate that you follow Mr. Uh, um. Mr. Brucon because your history with um, rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, is is Melar a large creature? He's medium, medium, but he's got the carrying capacity of a large one. He's he's, he's seven or eight feet tall, aren't he? So. I might have an idea. What oh, if... Oh, well, I'm... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Say it! Say it! Say the words. I'm waiting. <laughs> okay. Um, what, what if... What if I... Maybe maybe I could borrow Neris's disc and you could be on it and then you can float within... 20 feet of me while I fly over with her. Didn't, didn't we, didn't we, exp uh, didn't we, I doesn't think go we, up. This cannot yeah, fly. Yeah. But oh, isn't it like only 15 feet? Didn't you say that that rubble was only 15 feet? So if I stay, um, was that 10, 10 feet the limit? Uh, the it's 10 feet. I thought it was 15. Okay. No. Nope. But Neris would explain this to us. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
also with a suspicious eye that this person who I don't know is offering yeah. my things. <laughs> yeah. taking my stuff. He'd have to take an hour to attune to it. Who is this? Who even is this? <laughs> yeah, who who even is this person? I mean, she's useful, but she's taken my fireball thunder and then offers my stuff. And she's totally shrinking back at that look. Like, she knows yeah. it's not even being said, but that look... Maybe is this it. is copyright infringement. Just, just Yeah, exactly. There's a... There's a there's also the smolder still happening, so, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's very intimidated. <laughs> she already was. Uh, her, uh, leans over to your... Mean your, girls! Leans over to your ear, Brina, and goes... <laughs> because oh, the spell has no. worn off, because it's been over an hour. And, like, and then it looks really confused that you're not responding to him. <laughs> oh. Huh? Well, it was fun while it lost the cur. <laughs> it's okay. We 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 fly. <laughs> points at Leobrin and then points at Brina and just starts uh, shrugging. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd probably take everyone's opinions on this. Do we want Kerr talking no. or do we want me casting another uh, one spell? He's not that oh, useful. Well, with the the uh, a. The, the associated question, which I think is a useful one, and getting to the answer to it might make a, a, a good place for us to uh, wrap up, but um, the, the, the question really, I think, is, are we thinking we might be having another short rest at some point before, before we storm, storm the fortress? Maybe Just we should find the, the marker before we short rest. Yeah, but, yes, but if we, but um, if we are open to the possibility of short resting after we find the master, before we go in and tangle with the manticores, um, then uh, the, the cost... I'm, I'm, you, you get your slots back on a short rest, don't you? Yeah. yeah, it's basically, if we don't short rest and I need a spell... Yeah. Uh, we're limited. Are, you still only, are you still only at two slots? Yeah. I don't yeah. Think... To be fair, what do we need Kerr to talk about right now? We're, going for, we're about to go for a hole. If we need him for the next part, like if there's a test and we can't figure out what it is, do it again, but do we yeah, need for this right particular now? one? Hmm? For this particular one, we don't. Let's see what the second test is. Unless, unless you know, Kerr and Brina fly up. Kerr sees something interesting and goes, "Hey, look over there! That's an important thing." And we don't know. <laughs> he has the power of no, fingers. He can, he can based, based on our uh, association with him so far, <laughs> who here feels confident that that's likely to happen with Kerr? I mean, he's yeah, not Beak. Cool. Beak was. Uh... A bit of a liability, but Kerr's been pretty unbearable. Okay. I have to say, from my perspective, they, they feel very much uh, much of a muchness in terms of relative competence. <laughs> well, <laughs> marginal differences. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, uh, I, 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 I wouldn't have noticed. For this I'm inclined to agree that we like right now. It's there's not an obvious mm-hmm. need for yeah. um, in-depth conversation with. Yeah. Uh, Eric for reference, I get a third spell slot at level eleven, so we've got a while to go. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, he does have his pearl of power, though, for emergency. Yeah. Yep. Emergency, emergency. I'd rather have a three spells yeah. in combat than yeah. none. So are we one. crawling? We, we're holding? Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's hold. Pot, let's pothole. Get in full. Yeah. Brickham will get in full. Uh, fly. Fly. And he points up. Yes. Yeah. 
beats his wings and it starts flying up into the air. See you on the other side, guys. See you, Brina. Brina. So now, now, Brina, from your advanced elevation, you can see uh, how long this this rubble tunnel goes on for. Um, It looks roughly 60 feet, not not the longest in the world. Um, uh, And you kind of, you know, fly over it, do a little flyby over it. And then you notice that Kerr is continuing to follow the path round, and you can see uh, up ahead, uh, further up, is uh, what appears to be um, one la- very long slab of rock uh, that seems to be at an angle, um, balanced on one, uh, a pillar of rock uh, over a gap in the path, uh, kind of like a seesaw. Uh, and then continues flying. He continues flying round. Stop! Uh, and- stop! 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 Stop. He just keeps on flying. Down. Um No <laughs> And you're pointing down and he's and then he uh kind of looks down uh and then starts to dive towards the next part. Uh you can see more fissures in the wall and you glance occasional bursts of air coming out of it and he this and it's just before this that he lands. Uh you're okay. about a mile away from where everyone else from where the rest of your party is at this point. Okay, I'll just kinda of pull at him and point back towards the tunnel and basically try to wait wait for others he shakes, shakes, shakes his head and starts pointing at the uh, at the fishes and then you both hear uh, hear the voice again uh, a slightly um, there's a slightly gentle feminine quality to the voice uh, although I, I, I'm trying to do my best here, but I can't do it properly. <laughs> I'm not a female, unfortunately. I can't give it quite what? The, the thing. Um, but um, you are close now, my friends. Come inside through the. There is a, a short gap where the elemental air swells inside. There is a small path, a narrow path. You can cross it. I am in a small chamber on the other side. Only these two here, the rest of you, wouldn't get this message at this point. And Kerr's going, rah, rah. No, no, no. And he just kind of furrows, the, furrows his uh, eagle-like brow and then just starts plodding inside through the, the crack in the rock. Back to the rest of you. <laughs> Sorry, Angeli. Just there you That's go. That's all right. <laughs> You're... Yep. You are strapped to him. That's where he's yep. going. Absolutely. Going to go excellent, find his master. Excellent, excellent cliffhanger to end, uh, mm-hmm. pull things away from Brina there. So, do you want? Uh, so, we're, we're uh, Brucon's crawling through the through Thrall, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, going through the crawl space. All right. Uh, uh, you just need to make a straight dexterity check, please. Cool. It's not a natural 20, and it's not a natural one. Let me just oh, say say that right up front. Uh, 17. No, no, 18. 18. Fact. Easy enough for you. Um, just getting down onto all fours and... Um, yep. Speeding your way through uh, through, through the, tongue, the core space. Yeah, you don't seem to have any problems. You get all the way through to the other side. Um, and obviously, being a monk, you're pretty speedy as well, getting through there uh, within yeah, 20 seconds, if that, you're... Brucon leans down and uh, calls through uh, and says, I'm clear, whoever wants to come next, uh, go for it. Uh, And then he turns around and surveys the scene before him. What doth he see? 
Okay, so you can see that the path winds uh, winds around in front of you, following the edge of the mountain, um, and you can see just just about in the distance um, the scales. There they are. Except for no, it's a no, it's not scales. It's a seesaw, but it's made out of rock, and it's up ahead, further up the path, further up the further up the climb. Huh. That that's the main sort of uh, thing you can see in the on the horizon it seems pretty still the air uh, it's still a pretty clear day although um this higher altitude you're you know feeling it a bit more um uh, but uh, there doesn't appear to be any movement any flying creatures around here other than you saw the end of Kerr and um Brina flying off into the distance so you've you've seen her disappear out of sight uh, okay, given that this the the whole rock construction is a bit tenuous, Brucon has at least presence of mind enough not to um, go making lots of uh, aggressive sound, uh, high frequency sound waves. Yeah, um, so cool. he just he just observes that quizzically, um, and then uh, basically sort of takes up a watch position a, a short distance away from the edge of the tunnel in case nefarious uh, types show up and start inserting things into brains and what have you. That's a very, very good point. Uh, so, uh, back to the other <coughs> tunnel. Who's uh, who's next? I'll go. Sure. All right. Okay, Seth, so it's a dex check for you, please. Uh, 15 on the dice. Is it just a dex check? Or just dex a dex extent? check, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, 20. Yeah, again, um, like Brucon, although not quite as speedily as Brucon, you, you crawl through and get to the get to the other side. Sorry, I can just see Brucon. See Brucon on the other side. <laughs> yeah, just Do I have to make there. another check. What? You what? Sorry. Do I have to make another check or? No, no, you're through. You're there. You're done. You can oh, get okay. to the other side. Just one dex check and you're you're, you're fine. Which yeah, it's it's so simple for the for the rogue and the monk. Um, <clears throat> who's next? I guess Neris. All right, Neris. Step right up. Dex <laughs> check, is it? It's the crawl space of doom. I mean, of test. Yes, it's a dex check. Do you have inspiration? I am going to use inspir- inspiration. Gives me uh, advantage, advantage, doesn't it? Yep. Correct. Yeah. Uh, that's better. So it's going to be 16. Very nice, very nice. Yep, so you start crawling through. Whoo, because the you first one was a three. To... That was a good call with the inspiration. Then. You managed to <laughs> well, maneuver yourself... Well, plus two, yourself... so five. You managed yeah. to maneuver yourself through um, uh, through the rocks uh, relatively simply. Um, you notice, like the others would have, would have done, um, that it tends to wind a bit through. It's not, it's not a straight shot because of the way these rocks have fallen. Um, so it is a bit of a challenge getting through here, and you recognise there's a couple of tight little bottlenecks, which could prove difficult for Malar, but um, passable, but definitely difficult. Um, and as Should you start... I prepare mending? I mean, sure, if you want to. For torn, for torn jackets and things. <laughs> no worries, yeah, because it takes a minute, so I suppose, yeah, some advance warning's probably good. Um, <clears throat> so you start preparing that... Um, Seth and Malar, uh, not Malar, Seth and Brucon on the other side uh, you um, you and Brina further off hear this uh, you hear uh, the roar of three different uh, 
beasts. They definitely sound like manticores that you've fought before. Uh, and within a few moments, Brucon and Seth, you can see them uh, flying in the sky. They're some distance away from you. They don't seem to have noticed you yet, but you recognize that there is a patrol coming. What do you want to do? Hide. hide. I hide. Yeah, okay. hiding. Is there any way to hide? Well, no, you can go back in the tunnel. That's an obvious place to hide. Um, equally, um, in the, I would say around the entrance, um, it's be quite difficult, but there are some large rocks around there. Maybe you want to climb onto the tunnel, but, uh, onto the rocks there. You could probably maneuver yourself in, in and amongst those. Um, can, but yeah, make can a self-check. Can I try hiding you. outside? And can I cast Minor Illusion on the cave entrance just to make it look like the rest of the rock? So that they can't see that there's a cave. That's a great Brucon idea. Ducks, ducks back into the cave entrance uh, so he can warn other people on, as they uh, come through. Sure. So you're going to like crawl back in? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so, so Brucon, you start crawling in. Seth, you cast Minor Illusion on, on the rock there, and then can you make a stealth check because you're hiding? Yeah. Oh, natural 20. <laughs> you just melt so into the stone. So many of those. I make what? that seven... Seven tonight. I think given I think, I think given your uh, the spell minor illusion from Cadence's magnificent vest, you you think very highly of yourself in this moment. You go, I could hide amongst the rocks, or I could just you know use my loaf and just hide in the minor illusion I've created, and then they definitely won't be able to see me. Uh, so you just yeah hunch into there. Um, so you just crouch in and make a very large boulder covering the entrance, so five foot boulder, yeah. surprisingly. Uh, Brucon, you start crawling inside. Neris, as you're getting towards the exit of the tunnel, you see Brucon coming towards you, uh, blocking out the light, uh, and <laughs> coming back the other way. Yeah. What's going on? Manticores. <laughs> Manticore patrol party uh, flying in our general direction. Probably better to hold up uh, in here just for a moment. For uh, Malar and the Oberyn, you're hearing the leathery beat of wings. You heard the roar as well. You're aware a patrol is coming. What are you two doing? So we're out the back end of the rubble? Yeah. Uh, ooh. Um, Malar, have you got any good ways of hiding that isn't in the tunnel? Oh, um, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you go in the tunnel. <coughs> Uh, oh, I, uh, okay, but first... The, the like, pushing Mallow towards the tunnel. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> oh, I, oh, 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 uh, Get in I'll, there, I don't care what you smell. Yeah, I was going to say, this is guidance. definitely garbage shoot vibes. <laughs> I'll tap a guidance on Leobrin, and Mallow sure. will sort of wriggle into the tunnel. Okay, Mallow, can you make a dexterity uh, check, please? Oh shit! Uh, okay, no, no. Um you you start crawling in. You get three feet in, and then suddenly, oh no, your keister isn't quite fitting through the entrance. And Leo Brin, it's it, like Winnie the Pooh stuck in the stuck in a tree. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Oh no! no Malar's no, no. ass is sticking out the end. <laughs> it's fine. Leo Brin has some ideas. Uh... <laughs> Are we, are we doing them now or next episode? Um, uh, uh, I know, can... Some some people have to run away. If, as... pe- oh, you've got to, if people have got to go, then this is probably a good time to leave it, if, if you like. I, I'm, I'm intrigued to know what your plan is for next time. So 
We'll leave it there for today then. Uh, tense moment as another patrol comes in. Um, and yeah, Winnie the Pooh <laughs> is occurring right now <laughs> in the tunnel. What will happen? Uh, let's, we'll find out next week. Thank you so much, everyone, for, for tuning in and uh, sticking with us. Um, join us this time next week. We'll be, fingers crossed, uh, providing there's no scheduling issues, we'll have our next episode of The Cage dropping uh, on Monday uh, here at 6pm. Um, if you haven't seen the latest one that dropped last Monday, go check it out on our YouTube channel. Uh, and these guys will be back same time in two weeks for the uh, the next session here and our first December session here on Slice and Dice this year. Um, thank you guys so much for today and uh, for continued, continued support and obviously for continued playing of the game and enjoyment in all this random shit that we end up doing. It's great. Great fun. Thanks so much. Don't, uh, don't do drugs, kids. Pretend to do drugs in a uh, an imaginary setting. Yes. Do drugs vicariously through your character rather than yourself because then you get none of the bad stuff happening to you. Yes. Right. How do we do it? None uh, of the good stuff either. None uh, of the good stuff what? either. Nothing. <laughs> nothing happens. Anyway, thank you so much, guys. Uh, see you next time. Take it easy and stay safe. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Slice and Dice podcast. You can join in the action with us live on Twitch. Mondays from 6pm UK time. It's twitch.tv slash sliceandd6. And don't forget to follow us on socials at sliceandd6. Until next time, stay safe.